1: Brought to you by Mash Those Buttons, covering World of Warcraft Classic and its community. I am Bobby, also known as Blazing Bob, and we are joined today by, by veteran, you know, part time host yeah. Dur- Duranosaur. How are you doing?
0: I'm doing great. Uh, always happy to be on. Uh, I'll stick with veteran. I don't know about part time host. I don't know <laughs> if I should, or if I've earned that or anything yet. Oh, you definitely have. You definitely
1: have. But we're also joined by first time on the show. Silver TV, how are you doing?
2: Yeah, first time here, feeling good, excited to be here, and it's uh, nice to officially meet you.
1: Welcome, welcome, welcome! It's it's so crazy because um, when I first found your stream, it was—I uh, mean, it was a long time ago. Gosh, it was probably it was sometime during Classic. But uh, you talk and kind of look exactly like one of our one of our officers that was in our guild, Ashley um and so like you might be from like the same area of canada or something like cuz the ac- the a- the accents are very su- very similar it's pretty it's funny very-
2: I've gotten that a lot. I'm not Canadian. I live in Florida, actually. Oh, no shit.
1: I, I thought you. That's yeah. what I was going to say. Were, like, oh my gosh! Yeah. Do, no, do have, your research. Bob, I get geez. that
2: all the time. I'm like, what is? That? I don't it? know if it's my accent or the way that I talk or what. But people always think I'm Canadian. I'm not. At least not yet. I don't know. Maybe Babies, one day. it's
1: because you're so nice. I don't know. Wow. Yeah. That's know. Let's crazy. go. Let's go
2: with that. So let's go with that.
1: Oh my gosh, <laughs> that's so hilarious. I am so sorry. I just. I guess i never looked into it i just was like oh my god she sounds just like ashley and so yeah
2: it's okay i mean florida is such a mix of people from everywhere i feel like we don't really have a regional dialect so it just kind of sounds like everything at once so you gotta pick up a lot of
1: different (laughs) ones okay okay yeah well my bad so you so so you two do know each other then
2: yeah silver
0: and i yeah yeah oh yeah for sure
2: yeah so we've uh played together a lot in the past through classic community and hardcore and all of that stuff i've i feel like i've known duran pretty much as long as i've been streaming
1: that's awesome yeah. that's awesome duran was one of our first guests uh we first had salve dally then melderon willie and def camp and then i think duran was the next so yeah it's crazy crazy all right well Let's let's get into the show. So, first off, I, I, I like to remind everybody that we stream on Twitch. It's twitch.tv slash blazonbob. That's B-L-A-Z-Z-I-N-B-O-B. I also want to want to mention we have a new Patreon. We just started it last week. We have three Patreons now, so we're getting there. Um it uh goes by th- by th- by three tiers. One the first is Deep is D DPS, and that's just if you want to help us out and you know give us a coffee, you know, each episode, you know. And uh, or for me, something else. And then the next tier is is healer, and that's uh that tier gets you the raw audio hours after we record live, so you don't have to wait until Monday. Then the 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 last tier is tank. Tank, you will get your name read at the top of every episode, and it's a huge commitment. Uh, but we do have well here, just because he's our first, Andre Gall, thank you for being our 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 first D, DPS Patreon. Thank you so much. You started the ball rolling, and then we do have one tank, and that is Ryan McNerney. Thank you so much for your pledge. It's going to help us out a lot. And uh, yeah, that's uh, patreon.com slash Warcraft Reloaded. I'm done talking about it because it weirds me out. So every, you guys were asking for us to have a Patreon, so we have it now. And yeah, hopefully it doesn't make me too nervous, but it does make me nervous. I'm just letting you know. Because, <laughs> oh, you know, once you get paid, it's, it's like good. a job, you know, like... Yeah. Yeah, it's growth
0: yeah, yeah
1: yeah and it definitely helps because just allows us to do more things and maybe branch out and make different types of content in the future so thank you so much next off uh okay so the show for today i'm going to read one email we had a few but uh just i'm just going to read one then we're going to go over what we have have been doing lately and wow and we'll talk about all of our like where we're at in raid progression and like how 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 are raid's going um and then we're gonna move on to the news <clears throat> there's a good amount of news uh not a ton but a good um but a good amount we're gonna talk about it uh we're gonna get to sort of up to update it, us so on season of mastery you know to the top of the news and then at the end of the show, like we do with new with new guests, we're gonna get to know Silver and uh, do our normal new guest interview. So, strap in, guys. Let's get it going. Oh, and I also should mention I mentioned it in pre-show. Mel is not here today. Send her your your uh, send her your happy thoughts and send her your you know good vibes. Uh, she has COVID. She came back from out of town. Didn't feel real good. Said has covid it's kind of hit or miss but about an hour before the show she was like there's no way i can do it today so hopefully she feels she feels better tonight but uh send her some get some get well wishes yeah absolutely all right i'm gonna read this email and bear with me because smooth brain i don't read so well so hey (laughs) hey there bob and mel and Deserter Yip, my my second favorite now. Lol. I am a, a very casual player who just loves to listen to the podcast. I work around 55 hours a week making custom cabinets here in KCMO. ac Go, Chiefs. I enjoy listening to your show every week and have just started looking into your Twitch streams and other things. I love everyone's energy on the podcast makes me feel like you all have very strong opinions on what you love. I currently am am in a levelling guild on on Westfall, and I am looking forward to wrath most i have I have listened to your podcast on Spotify from episode one to one o one then backwards to one again interesting uh it's Interesting how many of your up your opinions over time have changed on different subjects, like like Bob's view on RDF. My personal opinion on RDF is I wish they would bring it out server-wide. And if you have to, after 15 minutes, can branch to one or two servers, however, they need to be the same servers every time. That way you can wisp. Or still tell you can you could whisper or still tell others other servers about bad players I, I love the RRDF because I hate quests and just like to to dungeon grind all my characters. Get the good dungeon gear and PvP with with them in the later level of the tiers. also being able to grind dungeon after after, after dungeon helps me as a dad with an ul- an 11 month old son and wife who enjoys my time as well i hope you all have an uh an amazing week at raid and look forward to everything that you're doing in wow tbcc with much love keep on keep on keep it on uh g- uh gold currently all 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 alliance due to IR.L. Friend's choice, Westfall for the horde. Oh, that was a mouthful. Oh my gosh, I did not expect it was going to be I don't normally read these. I make Meldoom. Yep. Yep. <laughs> so yep. Uh, so yeah. <laughs> uh, but yeah, okay, so the thing I pulled out of that is the changing of of, of uh of opinions, and I don't know if that's a dig. Or if that's a pro. But for me, I think that's a pro. I feel like I that's so. a good thing. Yeah,
0: I think it's a pro. I think that that's one of the things I like most about you guys um, and some of the other Classic Wild podcasts that I listen to is that a lot of the times you'll have someone on who's passionate and in on the opposite end of the spectrum as you guys. And you'll come away from that conversation going, well, you know what? Maybe I think differently now. And I think that that's a very mature way of going about it. I mean, I just think it, it like goes back to the thing that I say all the time. Once you think you know
1: everything, you've lost. Like, and that goes for anything in life. But I know this is up, this is up, this is up opinions and it doesn't really truly apply to like that exact statement. But still, being able to change your opinion, I think is a good thing. If you really get a good argument, yes. Every, everybody's I had that sure. one friend that you could argue with and give them good points and you even see it in their head they know it's a good point and they still stick to it they won't ever change
0: yeah that's yeah that's a tough one i yeah i i mean i've had a very similar experience even recently with like chatting with people about season mastery and and what they did with that game because i was such like a diehard vanilla servers should stay vanilla Mm -hmm. and after talking with a few people about like you know how you're probably going to get the most people back onto fresh vanilla servers and sort of what you need to do to like lower that bar or barrier to entry now i'm sort of like okay so maybe maybe the like increased leveling speed is good maybe having professions proc extra consumables in vanilla is good like maybe these things are actually something that i should be like rooting for instead of dismissing because it might help like the community as a whole. And that's like a positive thing. So yeah, yeah I was kind I of like, oh, sorry, go ahead.
2: I was just gonna say the conversation has definitely shifted from no changes to some changes, but what do those changes look like and what's gonna be best for the game? And that's definitely an ongoing conversation and subjective, right, for what you think would be best. So having those conversations is really helpful to understand different points of view.
1: And there's so many strong opinions in the classic community, and I think just opening up your mind and really listening to someone else's point you know instead of just waiting for you to make your point you know can help us all you know it, it could be good for us all but uh thank you so much for your your ride in and glad you are part of chief's Kingdom go chiefs so uh all right let's let's move on to what have you guys been doing and wow lately. Like, are you guys in beta? I am. Yeah,
2: I'm not yet. So I've been just doing all the things in TVC to get ready for us.
1: Which is what I was doing, and I got in just on Wednesday. I think it was Wednesday. Yes, yes.
2: How's it been so far?
1: Uh, Overwhelming. uh, Just because I am an add-on freak, and like not like just not having a bag (laughs) add-on. like like oh man it's it's horrible i got it there with, with with my warrior and i'm like i don't i okay i have three different gear sets i need to switch between how do i find all this gear in my bag and i had to make a bag just for gear and then i'm looking at it i'm like wait did i have boots for my tank set i don't or was i using your pvp
0: it was horrible yeah oh man i didn't even think about people with multiple gear sets I just know I loaded into the beta and I've never played Wrath ever in my life. And so I immediately get to Northrend and I'm like, all right, it's questing time. And I go and accept the first quest and I open up my map and I'm like, there's I have no idea. So like every single quest that I've done in Wrath, which has been a lot, I have to read the quest text, which is kind of a cool thing. thing. It's um, yeah, questing it, without
2: yeah. assistance, I feel like would be so difficult. I saw somebody playing and the quest tag said, Return to me once you finish this. And he's like, Where the heck is me? I don't I remember where he picked up this quest. It's yeah.
1: it's hilarious. And I'm like, Wait, okay, where's this where's this village? And I'm like, I I was in uh I was in Borean Tundra, and they said, Go to this village, and the and the village is just right there by the town. But I went all the way out into the wilderness and I'm like, I don't oh, see it. And I'm like, opening up the map to see where, where I could see this village yet because it's not marked on the map. And I was just like, yeah, oh, that's it's back thing. down
0: here. I don't know how many people realize this, but throughout like vanilla TBC and now that I now and I found it in Wrath, there's a lot of things they don't put on the map like like you can, you there's like not even just like blatant like text of so and so place on the map, but like because you can mouse over a lot of places on the WoW map and it will give you an idea of what's there. Mm-hmm. um There's some places like that's not even a thing. Like you just have to, you just have to know exactly where they're talking about, and without having any sort of like questy or rest XP or anything like that, you're just like kind of lost. You're just going based on like the quest text saying, well, well. Last time I saw so-and-so quest mob that I want you to go talk to, they were heading southwest, uh, like, from this point. And so now it's like, okay, so I have to find that point. And then I'm just like, <laughs> I'm going to just, like, do this, like, pattern back and forth southwest and hopefully stumble upon this mob. It's, yeah. Well, and then even on top of that, I...
1: So I first get in, and I had worked up two tunes, Horde side, uh, in... In um Wrath. I had concentrated mostly on my rogue and then I had worked up a lock that I did just very little with, right? But I'd always done it in in Borean Tundra and everybody was like, you need to try out howling Fjord. So I I have never seen Stormwind docks and all that. So like I go to like go see what that's about and there's no signs for the boats now. Like I don't know if that's a bug or what, but I didn't know what boat was going to what. I was like I had to actually look it up to where to go. I was like, "Oh, I have to go to to Methodal, um harbor. and there's no signs for the boats there either. Like there <laughs> used to be there used to be signs. I don't know if that's yeah. a
0: bug or not. But yeah, it sure be Sounds
2: um, stressful.
0: <laughs> yeah. But well, what have you been doing in TBC, Silver? Because I still yeah, like, yeah that's what I would still funniest stuff to do in TBC. Like I feel like. I've probably still been doing more TBC stuff than Wrath. So I'm curious what you've been up to.
2: I mean, the list is never ending. I am still working on getting some gear from Sunwell and kind of rounding out some parses on my main tune. They enabled PvE to PvP server transfers, which also allowed me to move some characters that I hadn't been playing. This basically since the beginning of TBC over to my main servers. So I've been trying to get those tunes caught up. Uh, and then I've also been leveling up a new main for Wrath as well. So kind of finishing up the last of my leveling. So it's a lot, you know, getting gold for Wrath, all of that stuff. There's plenty to be done for sure.
0: What are you, so what server are you on now?
2: So I have, most of my tunes are on Fairlina on the Horde side. And then I have oh. my one warrior that's on the Alliance over on Benediction. So I have oh, yeah. four seventies is where I'm at right now going into Wrath.
1: Yeah, because you, because you are in uh Deaf camp, camp and Melderon's, they were in your guild, but now,
2: yeah, yeah. now so they're I've, not. Right. Yeah, I've been in their guild. And then uh, last week, Mel retired. I think he was on the podcast talking yeah. about that a little bit. So we're kind of transitioning over now. A lot of the same group of people is still going to be playing together under a new guild tag, but yeah, I've been playing with them for the last few months.
1: I may or may not have been trying to poach some people. Uh-oh. <laughs> I'm curious. Is that kidding. where
2: you play too? Yeah, yeah. yeah where uh, are you guys at?
1: Uh, we're on benediction and ale uh has one tune that's like a uh social tune in our guild so i've been like hey uh, uh you know if it doesn't work out you know you can uh-huh. always come <laughs> alliance side true true so,
2: we're keeping him for now <laughs>
1: he's pretty he's pretty zug zug so i don't you know it's, it's more of a joke trying to get him to come over but uh yeah you know we'll see we'll see Long as you know as long as i get to play with him sometimes okay but uh do you do, you do a lot of uh is it all guild raids or do you do because i do a guild raid with my main and then i do a lot of gdkps with my alts
2: yeah i primarily have been doing guild raids on my main tune but i have been getting into QPs as i can the hardship with getting into qps is if you're a fresh 70 you know you need to have the resources or the connections, I guess, to get into those runs in the first place. And so, I've definitely had quite an experience trying to get caught up on my warrior on Benediction because I don't have any of those things. <laughs> I hit oh, them yeah. on this warrior, and it's like, ideally, I would be doing GDKPs. I don't have the guild on the tune yet, but I also don't have the gold for GDKPs and no logs. So people are like, not even letting me in security as the end runs yet. But
0: yeah, well, uh, I feel like warriors probably the hardest one too. Uh, yeah, no, I'd
1: say Rogue is the hardest oh, one true. to get in, Cause, Yeah. Like my warrior is starting to pump now. Like I'm up to like 800 some armor pen and like I'm really starting to pump. Like it's so even as a buyer going on a lot of these runs, like. I'll go to a ZG as a buyer and be the number one DPS. You know, it's just like
2: well, the nice thing about yeah. it, yeah, is you can get caught up super easily on warrior when it comes to gearing with if you have the professions for it, blacksmithing and engineering. You can really make most of your gear buy it if you have the gold for it.
1: Yeah, especially the good catch up weapons. But with how much are arena points you're getting right to, right now per week, like two weeks of just bad games and you can have both both season 3 weapons and boom like that's a huge jump for a for a warrior so rogue yeah, is still true. like you know they don't want to take more than one like you're not really doing a whole ton like unless yeah. you have glaives and oh, glaives and or just really geared like you're not really doing a ton as a fresh so Rogue's been a little yeah. rough for me, but uh, I forgot about the rogue problem. <laughs> uh, uh, I can give you the link after this, but but Benediction has a huge GDKP server where you sign up there. Uh, it's actually really nice. Like they run about, gosh, it's like eight to 12 different runs every day of the week. It's crazy. A little overwhelming at the start, but whatever. Um, yeah, there's so
2: many people that play there for sure.
1: So you've been just basically, so you've just been like, if you're not doing GDKPs for for cash to get cash, what have you been doing for cash? You've been doing dailies and stuff like that?
2: Yeah, dailies and stuff like that. And then navigating the few and far between mean spec off spec runs for the most part for gear on the tunes outside of the guild, which I feel like is kind of an ethical way of trying to get gear. It can be difficult, especially at the end of TBC, because... The quality of the mean spec off spec runs can vary quite a bit, but that's kind of what I've been having, or SR, you know, things like that. But
1: well, it's I've been, been good. Yeah, I've been doing SR runs, but I've just recently had enough gear to where they'll take my, my warrior, like, because most of the SR runs do a gear check in the middle of chat before you get to go. And so I've just recently been able to get in those, and those are nice, but at the same time, you don't get paid at the end, too. So yeah. I don't know. I kind of yeah. go with whatever I could find, really, because on both the th-
2: bonfires are good right now. If you haven't done those, so if you do them at max level, it's about I think six hundred gold. If you just run around and touch all those bonfires on a max level tune, then do that on all of them, it adds up.
1: Oh yeah, well, if you do just out just outland, I think it's like I think it's like three hundred gold per. And then, like, you get less gold, I think, in the old world. I'm not sure. I can't, I can't remember. I remember doing all the Outland ones the last time because it was just so fast to fly to each of them and just do it really quick. But, yeah, I didn't get all of the Azeroth ones done. I got close to all of them done, but then it ended before I, like, I didn't know it was going to end. <laughs> yeah. Um. Mm-hmm. What else have you been doing Uh, TBC side, Duranosaur?
0: Um... Rating full time. Um, our guild this week, I was on the bench this week, um, just like normal bench rotation. Uh, but our guild is committed to speedrunning Sunwell every single reset for the rest of TBC. We've just basically said, hey, we know that you guys have money, uh, like the gold to to use and all the consumes you need to be using. Why don't we just speedrun every week? So this past week, they actually got the 17th fastest run uh, on NA. So they're pumping. I was super bummed I wasn't there. I was in the middle of like a four and a half hour Sunwell Plateau GDKP that was not going well. Um, But it's cool. They're like, that's a fun thing to do. I love speedrunning, So I'm excited. Next week I'll be in um, and we'll just keep doing that. And then I do some GDKPs. I'm gearing up a second hunter. Um, I spent like 15K gold uh, buying some gear on it earlier this week and i still have probably more gold than i need to spend uh and then lots of season mastery like we've been pushing the hard modes in aq40 so for anyone who doesn't know they aq40 in season mastery the way they're doing it is you can do it like the normal way as it was kind of back in like 2020 when it came out in classic or you can activate these hard modes that add additional mechanics to a bunch of the bosses and in exchange you get more loot off the bosses so our guild has been this past week we decided hey we're just gonna push progression of the hardest mode hardest difficulty and so we were in there for about three three and a half hours and we cleared through twins on the hard- hardest mode we just have like oro Visitas, and Cthulhu left for tuesday so nice that's been fun yeah.
1: nice yeah i've just been uh just been doing SRG DKP runs, you know, just doing... Still haven't really, like, done a whole ton in uh, in uh our arena. I just keep getting points. Keep wanting to do something, but it's just such a time commitment to get good. Like, Zy Reed did come in and, like, give me some twos coaching, which was really good. Like, so, like, the guy just teaches really well. I mean, the way he explains things... I'm like, damn, other people have explained that exact thing to me, but now I get it. Like, you know, yeah. it's like, it's just, it was, you know, it's been cool, but there's just too much going on. Prep for Wrath and everything else. Like, I just don't think Arena, like, I have a good time doing it, but I don't think it's something I'm going to be looking to actually
0: to actually get good at, so. Yeah. Yeah, that's it's a bit probably, about it. Yeah i i keep thinking like oh i need to get like max level in the beta and tra- test out more stuff but then it's like oh i've got like multiple characters i'm rating on in tbc i've got caesar mastery and it's just like that's there's a lot going on if even if i didn't have wrath beta i feel like i would be very busy still yep. um just doing all the prep and everything
1: i almost feel like the wrath beta was a getting it was kind of bittersweet to th- a bit because i'm like oh
2: a edged sword yeah
1: (laughs) yeah because i'm it's like when you need to do like work that you know needs to get done but you play that's what the wrath beta feels like because it's all gonna go bye-bye you know it feels like play whereas the other feels like you know doing tbc and prep feels like i'm doing something for the future and there's gonna be a lot of gold needed in the very beginning getting glyphs are going to cost a fortune you know not only just the gold sinks you know with the rings and the uh cold weather flying and your dual spec but just resources are going to cost a fortune at the start and so yeah yeah so there's just there's just so much it's a little over overwhelming but i'll take that over underwhelming right (laughs) yeah for sure
2: exactly
1: all right well how about raid what do you guys been up to like like i know uh so, your guild silver, we were going neck and neck. We dropped we dropped uh, Muru like a day before you, or something like that, and then you dropped KJ like a day before us. So we were like neck and neck the whole time.
2: Yeah we we had quite the experience with Muru as a lot of guilds did. Uh, getting that down was quite quite the effort, but yeah, it's been pretty smooth outside of that and. Uh, yeah, we've been clearing now. Full clearing, getting some pretty good gear too for people. Uh, so it's been good. Yeah, so we're clearing Sunwell. Um, it's still we're still not on a one night clear yet. We have just like a couple hours devoted to, to raid on the nights that we do raid. So we're still doing two nights for Sunwell on that main tune, but. Yeah, it's been good. So I think our plan is kind of to address that need for gold going into wrath and the fact that most of us, you know, we've cleared Sunwell, we've done the thing. So we're kind of looking towards wrath. People are in the beta doing all the the different things that they're doing to prep. I think we're planning to do a few more weeks of standard rating with our current loot system and then maybe do something where we open it up to doing GDKP runs and stuff like that towards the end, which will kind of allow the raid team collectively to get their gear, but then also go get some gold, get some prep for Wrath, which I kind of like the the sound of that and taking a little bit of a break before Wrath gets here so we're not completely well, burnt out on Sunwell.
1: That's a good idea. Our guild had kind of floated the idea of maybe the BT runs and stuff and the Mount Hydra runs, maybe GDKPing like five buyers in, you know what I mean? Like type of yeah, deal. Yeah,
2: exactly. Yeah, it can be a good, good thing oh. give everybody a break too.
1: Sunwell, though, sounds like, like Duran said he did a Sunwell GDKP, and that sounds horrendous. Like, I'm just like, I've thought about jumping in one, and I'm like,
0: no.
2: I mean, you'd be surprised sometimes there, I will say, I feel like across the board in TBC, my experience has been GDKPs tend to be smoother than non-GDKP runs. And it's because everyone is equally as motivated to get that gold at the end so they're coming prepared and that's usually written into the contract almost you know it's like if you're not full consuming you're not you know popping all of these things or are checking the logs and I mean sometimes when you're doing more casual runs or pug runs where they're not checking for those things or it's not required there's less on the line people will slack a little bit so genie keepies i do feel like for the most part are smoother than standard runs but you can get into some really scuffed ones regardless yeah. <laughs> I And mean, that's just everything
1: yeah i mean if like if it's a you know like on this 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 um uh, the server that i have anyone i've ever been on has been just amazing like we don't even wipe once you know like i haven't tried a sunwell on there but that's why yeah sunwell just scares me because it's a whole nother level you know what i mean
0: yeah that's it's why. um the one that I was, it was the first one I've ever done. Um, and I looked up the logs from, from their previous friends and they, it was last minute, right? Like, so I learned I was on the bench on like Tuesday. Um, and so I signed up for one on Thursday. I signed up for like six that were happening on Thursday. Cause that's my normal raid night. And I got into one of them and I looked at the logs and the farthest they had ever cleared was through Felmas. So I was like, okay, that's where my expectations are, I guess. Like I'm gonna be in there for a few hours. We're gonna hopefully kill three bosses. Um we got to, I think we got to Felmist around like the hour and a half mark. Um, and then we wiped a Felmist like over and over and over again. And we were like five or six attempts in, and I was like, oh my gosh, we're like, we're not even gonna kill Felmist. Um, that and was so like,
1: hit and miss with the air phase, dude.
0: Oh my gosh. Yeah. We have problems with that every week. Yeah, and so. Eventually, someone else took over the the like breath calls completely. They were like, "Just let me do it." Um, And the raid leader was like, "Fine, you do it." And then we we kill Felmus like one or two attempts after that. And in my mind, I'm like, "That's it. Like we're done. Like we we're going to Twins, (laughs) but like that's not gonna happen." Um, We get to Twins, we do like the first attempt on Twins, and it actually goes like pretty well. And then we come back in and we kill it the second attempt. And I was just like, "Okay, like." And they're like, all right, going to Muru. And I was like, "Okay, Okay, like,
2: come on, (laughs) guys,
0: was a fluke. Um, We get to Muru. uh, We put in one attempt. We get to second phase in that first attempt and we wipe and then we kill it the second attempt. And I was like, what is happening? (laughs) Like, I don't know. And then we got we went to KJ. We wiped like three times. And at that point, we were like at the four hour mark. And the raid leader was like, I can't we can't go any longer. So um, so it ended up being decent um i ended up making like 3k gold from that which Not is okay bad. i was i was kind of doing the math because i was like 3k gold and like four four and a half hours that's okay, okay. Mm-hmm. compared to like i'll do like a bt that's like two hours or less and can make you know make on average like 2k gold so it's like or like a zg that's
1: like you know about an hour long and you make about 780
0: 50 you know type yeah, of deal. yeah it's yeah and like the amount of consumes i spent in that sunwell was pretty gross too but um yeah, there's also always the chance lot. that yeah there's the chance that like like there was gear that dropped that i bid on and it's like if i had gotten it for the right price then like that's that's loot that's good so um but yeah i i don't know Just sunwell gdkp still scare me <laughs> But, but, but you are in, you are in a guild now though, right? Like you do. Guild oh runs, yeah. So. Yeah. I was, I was just benched this week. I've been trying to find, cause I have a pretty geared enhancement shaman. So I was trying to find Sunwell GDKPs on that character for a long time. And what I came to realize was that a lot of like the allure of enhancement shaman has kind of gone away after like going into Sunwell, like they're instead of guilds wanting to bring like. Two or three enhancement shamans, there's guilds that are bringing in like one enhancement shaman, uh, yeah, and so and some. F- and, f- and four
1: resto shamans and yes. no elemental shamans, and yeah, 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 but for us, um, the last week you heard on the pod like we thought we were the baddest guild ever we went through. Just we we like one shot twins we one shot Brutalis we we uh we we one shot uh uh Muru we dropped KJ for the first time in three attempts and we ended in two and a half hours we were like oh we're badass but and we went into this week oh no (laughs) and we wiped a ton a a bunch of I don't think we one shot one boss we might have one shot Brutalis I can't. I can't remember, but it was a pain. Twins bugged out and got our 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 tanks like a good three different attempts. I think even the attempt that we beat them on, they got our tanks once, and we were able to like recover. Like it's just like that fight is so buggy with giving the tanks the uh, the conflag yeah conflag yeah, yeah it's and, the worst and then like uh, but. We still ended up one one nighting it, killing KJ on the final attempt, guys. This is the last attempt, and we ended it's up dropping. The last it up. Attempt. Yep. So we we've been able to one to to one night it twice now, which is crazy. We were able to one night it with so many wipes, like it's just like it's nuts, and like. If you wipe on certain bosses, like wiping on twins, is horrible. Like it's such long a long back. walk. Yeah, the
2: worst. Yeah.
1: But we're feeling pretty good about it. We did go in, and then we did like a crazy alt run uh, of BT and Mount Hyjal, and I got to take my warrior all through BT, um, and then uh, I did have to take my lock to Mount Hyjal for the first three bosses, but I got to come in for the last two to get my to grab to grab my tier. So, uh, but Mount Hyjal, we actually ran with three main locks and two alt locks, so five locks. Oh man, some fast trash right there, like some fast <laughs> trash. So as, as fast as it
0: can be, right?
1: Yeah. So that was actually not that bad, but we did uh, we did have a whoops. We we well, we had two two whoopses. We we uh, bugged out. Um, we were like, well, with this. Eddie Locks, we got this. We're we're just gonna fight phase oh, no. uh, phase one on the ad spawn, right? Oh yeah. No. Well,
0: gets-
1: <laughs> yeah. yeah. On the on the it was the seventh or the eighth spawn. We had a few deaths, and then we just started to kind of pull back. We feared one of the mobs so that everybody could run back, and then when that when we killed that mob, it bugged out. We were like, oh man! So we we're like, okay, well, we're just gonna do this the the normal spot, and then we we're good from that point. But then on the uh, what's the boss that uh, that's, that that uh, not stuns casters, but uh, silences casters? He's a big old dude got a big tail, four legs on the ground, two arms. What's his the, name? Is,
0: like the fourth boss? I think it's the. I, th- I think is yeah, Lord? I don't yeah. know. Yeah, I think so.
2: Yeah, yeah, yeah
1: I think so. I know what so. you're talking about. You yeah. I don't know its name, yeah. <laughs> so we're on that boss, and we, uh, we we start to wipe, but like he's close. We're like, oh, yeah, we got this. And then all of a sudden, everybody's just dying. And I'm over where the, like, we pull him in front of the gate. So I'm dead where all the, 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 uh, the melee died, so I couldn't really see what was going on. But I believe only one paladin and one hunter was still up when he died. We're like, Oh, thank God, because we were not gonna Please. do
0: that again. Like
2: not even close. <laughs> oh
0: man. So but that's yeah. like the worst. Yeah. Hyjal is so punishing. Yep. But everything else went
1: went good. So uh yeah. So Raid went pretty good. Like uh think that's if anybody else wants to say anything about their oh how how was it without without melderon and def camp you guys uh you guys good
2: yeah i i mean raid raid went just about like it normally does but of course everybody missed them you can feel their absence for sure not being there but we picked up a couple of people in their spots and kind of just you know are trying to push forward and
1: well and uh, neither of them were the raid leader right like that would be losing that would have been a lot like yeah
2: the same person is still re-leading that was re-leading before so
1: yeah Mm -hmm. like i heard like melderon said he was more behind the scenes like doing a lot of other types of work so that's good that's good i'm 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 sure they'll be happy to hear that you know you guys are still good so awesome all right well let's move into time for the news all right so for the first part of the news i want to give like doris or anything you want to say about season of mastery but then i kind of want you to cover this because i know nothing about the next testing it looks like they're going to add some new
0: fun goody things to do uh um, yeah so
1: uh why don't you take it away
0: yeah uh so in general season of mastery right now we are on i guess what you would call phase five so people are farming AQ. There's not a lot of people left. Um, <laughs> I think that's probably when people ask me how Season Mastery going. Like, there's enough people in my guild to still raid. There's enough people to for a couple of guilds on our server to still raid. But it's I think we're down under 5,000 active raiders across the entirety of Season Mastery. So there's like four active servers: one PvP and one PvE on EU, and one PvP, one PvE on NA. So I think for a lot of players it's, uh, they still want to raid because the raids are actually a ton of fun. I, I I don't think I can emphasize how much I've enjoyed the raid encounters, especially Black Ring Lair and what they've done with these hard modes in AQ40. It's a blast. And I feel bad that more people are not able to try them out and enjoy them as well. Cause that's like, it. it is, it has actually been like a true blast to be able to do them. Um, but it's just, yeah, Season of Mastery, I think that people are just like, it's too late or it's too much effort with everything going on. Wrath is coming out. Like, I think we were probably losing Season of Mastery players just to Wrath prep and stuff like that. But life goes on. Season of Mastery is continuing and we are officially testing Naxx in Season of Mastery on the PTR. And I think the big thing to note here is that unlike the previous raid tiers, they're not changing bosses. And it's an interesting thing. I I agree with it because I think that if you take away world buffs and you have players that aren't in full bis because they haven't been farming, you know, classic WoW raids for a year and a half before Nax came out, we've only been playing it for like uh, at this point, like eight months or something um nax is hard max is going to be plenty hard yeah that's
1: without, w- yeah that's something i'm super interested because in, i remember we had south Dali on three weeks after nax came out in vanilla classic and he was like well i don't think we could do saffron right now without without world buffs we don't even try he was pretty sure they couldn't you know and like that was onslaught you know so
0: yeah yeah i don't it's going to be really rough i think uh i'm I'm excited for it i think it's gonna be a ton of fun to try to do all these bosses without world buffs and i don't think they need to change anything about them for the challenge to be there The like the mastery part of season of mastery to be there but they are adding some stuff um, and they have been very vague about this. So I've had to piece this together based on our PTRing experience and talking to other people that have been PTRing. And so what they have done is they added a mob to that sort of entry area, the entry circle where you like poured in. And when you first get there, this mob um, gives you a quest. And the quest is to pick up these uh, these like stones. And so now whatever you It's an feel NPC any- though, right? Not a mob. Yeah yeah it's an npc sorry um that you can interact with yeah so they give you a quest and you and now every trash mob every boss they drop these like these this new item this like stone i can't remember exactly what they're called um i was gonna try to look it up um but essentially like they drop these they stack up to a hundred and at a hundred you can combine them into like um like a bigger item, I guess. And you return that bigger item to this NPC and they give you like a follow up quest to get this like book that drops off of trash. And so you kind of go through this process of like, what are we doing? Why are we collecting these random different things? What is this turning into? And eventually you get to a point where you are turning, you are basically going to this NPC and you are exchanging these like stones, these things that you've collected off trash and bosses, for different buffs and things. So, you can get you can get some items that you that you use and it puts a buff on you. Um there's stuff like you can essentially do like the fattiest buff. Um so like a positive negative charge buff. Um but the thing is like if you if you get that item and you use it, the only way you can actually get anything from it is if somebody else also gets it and they get the same charge as you. And then you build off each other's charge and it increases your damage and healing and stuff. But if someone else gets it and they get the opposite charge, then you can't go near that person. (laughs) And you can't remove the buff, I don't think, unless you die. So it's like you almost end up with like the Thaddeus charges just like running around next. Um, So that's that's an example of like one of the things they added. They also added an item where if you use it on the corpse of like a dead trash mob or a dead boss, it gives you a buff. So if you use it on gargoyles you get like a 200 attack power buff for like an hour if you use it on the oozes you get like a minus five percent total damage buff um things like that so they've sort of added these buffs and these items to next that i think is supposed to like kind of bridge the gap between no world buffs and less gear and the difficulty that next already has so, so you can kind of pick been, and
1: choose what you use the buffs on and stuff, basically. Yeah,
0: yeah. So it's been... Eventually, someone's going to have, like, figured out every single little buff that you get from every little thing and, and how to min it and stuff like that. But for now, it's been fun um, chatting well, what, with different people and testing them. Will they, though? That's the whole
1: thing. Like, Pro doesn't say, like, there's still... There's only, like, 8,000 raiders left, right? It's not uh, that huge pool of... Yeah. Of, of of minds on it anymore so it might actually be a really fun time because of less population because it will oh, be yeah. figured out less quickly maybe i don't, I don't know i'm
0: just kind of throwing yeah. that out there oh i totally agree i think i think that next is going to be it's going to be a ton of fun with these like I, i'm not sure if i like these added buff things because to me it's like you are then sort of re-adding a world buff element to next but you like um, but you like world buffs I know I like world buffs, but (laughs) my thought with this next was it's just going to be like, it's going to be super hard. Like we're going to have to do this bare bones, no world buffs with less gear. And it's just going to be, it's going to be the most challenging vanilla rating I've ever done. And then we get into the PTR and it's like, well, here's the, they're just like tossing buffs and consumables at us. and it's like, well, okay, well, like, we'll see, we'll see what it's like, uh, didn't you
1: recently I, have a YouTube video you put out? You've been putting out a bunch of new stuff on on uh, YouTube. I mean, you've got your newscast thing, which is hilarious, which cracks me up. It's great. It's like you do a lot of work on it, production value. I love it. Uh, but you did something recently on Season of Mastery. I haven't got to watch it yet, but yeah,
0: yeah. Does so it I pertain to like kind of what we, we're talking about. Kind of. Um, we talked a little bit about Nax. I I got so T Mugsy uh he is the gm of polar which is the top guild on john gabar probably the top guild in all of season mastery they were the first guild to full clear aq40 on the hardest mode um they are they are been like doing a ton of ptring and next so i got him on and i had barrick tv who is in the top guild on shadow strike so the other the pve na server um so i had them on and we did like a whole recap of som from like the beginning to where we are now and we talked some about Nax. um and that's actually when you mentioned earlier like having an open mind and being willing to have like your opinions changed i i did a video not too long ago talking about how i i wish that blizzard and the classic team would learn from classics from private servers and like continue pushing towards that original vanilla like almost no changes thing i did watch Um, that i did watch that video yeah and after our conversation that we had about caesar mastery that we had yesterday now i my opinion i think it's not different but i'm very much open to the idea that with future vanilla seasons whatever they decide to do um maybe it is a good idea that they have a lot more changes and they they mix things up right like um team O'Z made a just a really good point that if you if they actually want to get a lot of players that are in the classic wow space to try future vanilla servers it's not going to work if they just give us the same thing over and over again um they're well, and- much more likely to get players if they mess around with it and they and they try new things because people want new things well and this is what i've, I've talked to this about with a few different like
1: hardcore private server players and I don't know that Season of Mastery was really that much of a failure. I mean, it was huge when it first came out, and but that's what the private server crowd chases. Like, back when private servers were the only thing, you're getting a lot of people that probably didn't prefer the, the like, hardcore, you know, the very, uh, very loud minority on the private servers that, you know, want certain, like, certain things. like. They just chase fresh. Like private servers rarely lasted after, like even into AQ. Like they want fresh. They want a world that's vibrant with a ton of different people, you know, running all over the place. And I mean, that's what they chase, you know. So I and I mean, honestly, like season of mastery for me was just the hardcore scene. You guys both did hard, like hardcore. I I yeah. did it too, but I unfortunately didn't know that i was gonna love it as much as i did and i started three weeks late and then got into the what is we call it the zone the phantom zone What what's what do you call it oh the shadow zone yeah, yeah yeah where i died at level like i don't know level 30 something and then like died like each time closer till yeah. i finally died at level eight and i was like okay <laughs> I'm gonna get this done. We're gonna do it slowly. And so I finally did get it done. But yeah, like you guys were both in the raid though, right? You guys like yeah. killed Rag.
0: Mm-hmm. Oh man. Yeah. I, yeah, it's interesting because I wonder if you like, I don't know if there's a way to go back and look at the numbers for Season Mastery, but I, it was, it felt very, very popular from a hardcore standpoint. Absolutely. Definitely. We oh, had, huge. we had like six leveling guilds that were full. Um, Shout and, out to Bravo, yes. <laughs> Bravo Bears, um, S. <laughs> so tabard yeah. of all. Yeah, stand by sure. that. Pink. Wait, which one were you in, Silver?
2: I was Alpha on my oh,
0: like, okay. my
2: Warlock initially, and all I everyone always says that like I should have been in Bravo. I'm like Bravo should have should have invited me. I just went to the first one that invited me. Exactly. <laughs> oh, that's
1: <laughs> exactly. Oh, it took. Uh, uh, uh Lady found me, and she was like Bob. Got you. She just she just she just nabbed yeah. me up.
0: <laughs> to be fair, Bravo was like the slowest one to get going. On like launch day, like I feel like Alpha and Charlie um and even like Delta were all up and running way before Bravo was and I had like joined one of them even though I had committed to be like ahead of time everyone made their own guild like the different guilds and they were like yo you're going to join us right you're going to play with us right and I was like yeah I'll be a Bravo Bravo bear for sure and then like launch comes out and like two hours into launch I'm like I'm whispering the like the people who are supposed to get it set up and I'm like what are we doing and they're like we just don't have the money yet we haven't got the we haven't gotten it going and I'm like "All right, I'm just going to go join Alpha so I was in Alpha for a while before it got up and running but yeah like i don't know it's i i don't think that caesar mastery like failed or anything i think that it came out at a rough time and that they over time they lowered the barriers to entry right they made it more and more accessible to the average player but the i don't think the average classical player even necessarily knew they were doing that or had like at that point had the drive to do it. Cause by the time BWL came out, it was like, okay, we're gonna make leveling even faster. We're gonna make it easier to farm consumables. We're gonna add extra loot off of raid bosses. Like they did a lot of stuff to try to help get players to like either stick around or come into it. And I think it might have just been a bit too little, too late. But if they take those ideas and maybe apply them to the next season, it might help. So we'll see. Yeah.
1: I think it was just and it was just a really soon for a lot of the people that are doing tbc at the moment and you know it yeah yeah but like but yeah if they could learn from it i've 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 enjoyed watching it like like luckily i get to live vicariously through you 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 um stream lots of it too which has been great so trying to keep it alive (laughs) (laughs) all right if
0: anyone wants to play
1: Uh, I'm I'm still in hardcore elite. Just haven't done anything with my two characters that are in there. But yeah, I don't know how you guys did dungeons because like it was enough just just like working up, and then the thought of going into five five man dungeons after watching so many weeks of uh, F's and and chat like it was. I I was just like, there was too much fear there. Like, I just couldn't do it.
2: I think it helped that a lot of us had those experiences from before. Because like Duran and I had both been playing hardcore for years at that point. And so a lot of us were able to group with people that we knew and we had navigated, you know, doing our first dungeons. Because I feel like there's always been a misconception that dungeons are more lethal than the open world. But in actuality, I feel like less people die in dungeons. Of course, they are memorable deaths when they do happen. And We all know I have had my struggles and stockades, which we're not going to talk about tonight. <laughs> but uh, outside of of those situations, a lot of times when you go into dungeons, it's very strategic. You're going in with a team of people that you can trust, and everyone's taking it so seriously. Um, and then, if you have the luxury of being a DPS in those groups, your your life is a little less compromised, which. It felt kind of good for me going in as a warlock this time around, because in the past I'd been, you know, tanking on a rep paladin and doing all these things where I'm like, oh, I probably shouldn't be doing this, so.
1: That was one of the coolest things about uh, the, the, the hardcore challenge in Season of Mastery is every dungeon group that I got in was just, I mean, just unbelievable. Like, just nice people, helpful people, talkative people were always in Discord. Like working together. I mean, it was fantastic grouping. Like the best pugs I could have ever possibly thought to have had. I mean, and then like I remember we did uh we did Moradon once, right? And man, it was a scary endeavor that uh night. We 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 like wanted to get all the quests done, but we went like the opposite way we probably should have went. We went in forget which side it's the lower side so we ended up having to work our way back uh, but then we missed one of the uh the, the guys the little inv- invisible those guys yeah you got yeah. like four or five of them so the first problem we ran into is we ran into those mobs that are like right when you get into the room where you drop down you fight the centaur boss at the end of that like hall Right up there at the top, and they're these mobs that knock you down, uh, and they knock everybody down. And we ended up pulling a pack with two of them. And like it was nuts. Like, I'm over here, like, like blinding things. Uh our uh our our, our paladin bopped our warrior tank uh with like three health left. Our warlock almost died. Like and everybody at the end was like, oh, "Okay, um, oh, does anybody need to just like take a little short, like two minutes, just, to, just break, just to breathe here?" You know, and like that—that that was that was just halfway through the night. Then we got through the entire dungeon, realized we had missed that quest, but everybody like wanted the quest, but to get out, everybody could hearth, but they were like, "Well, I think if we all leave and the." The instance goes for five minutes, it'll reset on us. Someone needs to stay. So I'm like, Well, hey, me and the rogue can stay. And there was this other rogue, he's like, I'm not staying. I was
2: like <laughs> He's oh. ready to go. I
1: was like, All right, well then I'll stay and I'll meet you guys at the front. And they're like, Meet us at the front. I was like, Yeah, I'm just gonna stealth back to the back to the start while I wait on you guys because you guys are gonna have to come all the way back from where your your um, Earth is at. they were like they thought it was crazy i was i was on stream and i was just like i just stealthed all the way back because like in vanilla i used to run stealth runs on like uh on like elber's black rock with like a rogue and two druids one tank one healer we like that's how we got all our prebis back in the day um so i was just like used to distracting and getting by so, like, they thought I was a crazy man. But, uh, yeah, I I met them at the front. We got the quest done. But it was an epic, like, I'll, I, I won't forget that for a long time, you know? Yeah.
2: Yeah, it's amazing how much some of those memories will sear into your mind. Because at the end of the day, you know it's a game. But your adrenaline gets going so much when you have so much on the line. I remember I had a similar experience in Sunken Temple. This was not during Road track but back just and doing hardcore leveling prior to that. And I was on a Warlock and we went to do Orianna case, And for some reason, no one in our group, including myself, had done Sunken Temple in years. Nobody remembered that threat drop mechanic that happens when you go in and you pull and now it's not going to be on that person anymore for the rest of the fight and so I remember the boss was orange to me and I'm on a warlock and I ended up tanking the boss the whole time in a hardcore run and like when I say my heart was racing I had to like... Sack my void, fell um, sack another one. I'm training life. I bandaged health fought it and nobody died, but I definitely little things like that, you know, you don't forget them for sure.
1: Oh yeah, man. It's like it's just awesome. I actually your guys' first run into to uh to Bone Core, Grays had this heart rate monitor. And I had yeah. to get that from <laughs> like I, I grabbed it that day. And it was hilarious seeing like where your heart goes when, when you're about to die and just making the right choices and like,
0: oh, man, it was a good time. Yeah. But I don't know it if it's would, like just makes me want, man, I really hope we get official hardcore servers. It would be such a blast. It would be um, a blast. It
2: would be cool to see. Yeah.
0: All
1: right, well let's uh, let's uh, move on to a, l- a little bit of Wrath news. So they quickly changed this, but it came up. I don't know if anybody knows about this, but late in Wrath, uh, your quest log basically changed, um, and it changed to basically kind of Questy. I mean, not it didn't look the same as Questy, but it would show you the region where you needed to go for different quests. It, you know it led you a it led you around very similar to Questy does nowadays. Um, and they came out and said that they weren't going to add that to Wrath. And then they quickly came out the next day and said, Oh, no, that was an old interview. We are going to add that. It's just something the team's still working on. How do you guys feel about this quest helper?
2: Uh, I So I haven't played Wrath before, so this will be my first time experiencing it. Yeah, the way I was reading the Blue Post, it just seems like almost a little bit of an oversight, like an old interview was used to inform that first one. And then they quickly were like, hey, this is out of date information. Um, like we were talking about earlier, I do feel like people... Uh, appreciate some help with questing. It seems like for the most part, I guess are seeing the opposite of that. People not having access to anything to help with in the beta seems to be a point of frustration. So I think people were relieved to see that they are going to be implementing that was kind of the general consensus that I got. Of course, there are add-ons like Questy that will help with, you know, quest tracking and stuff like that as well. But it seems to be...
1: And rested uh, XP, you know code duratosaur also (laughs) uh
0: yeah i i love leveling in wow like that's one of the reasons why i like doing hardcore so much um i'm a big fan of the leveling experience but i whenever someone comes in and they're like oh you're like you're you like leveling so much why are you using a guide to do it it's because i the thing that i like about leveling is like the journey that you're on i don't like having to figure out okay where is this person where is this thing where do i need to go next um because i feel like that every time that happens it sort of like takes me out of the game um and it it slows me down and i like moving quick so yeah i whether or not they add it back into the game i feel like questy is just going to be a thing anyway right so if they do, awesome. I'm sure people will use it. If they don't, then an add-on is going to end up filling its place. Um, yeah, so I don't yeah. know how much it ultimately matters. I know that, like, people were upset because they were like, I remember having this thing in Wrath. I want this thing in Wrath. Um, and I don't know if it, like, it again, was, at the end of the day. Yeah, it was know.
1: really late in Wrath. Like, I also thought I remembered Random Dungeon Finder all through Wrath, but it turns out no, that was Cataclysm because Random Dungeon Finder didn't come out till icc Like, like, and I like it like it, I just found that out by going through the patch notes for a show we did not too long ago, Wrath Changes Nobody's Talking About, like with uh Wiki and uh and hamster uh hamster wheel. It was just fun to go through and see all the changes that are like, whoa. That's a big change, but, you know, you just don't, th- you just don't think about it. And I saw that, and I was like, oh, wow. Huh. I thought Random Dungeon Fire was in so much earlier. But I guess where I'm at from this point is, so I'm a sp- strong proponent of, I like people to have the game that they want to have. And I know, I do believe that the strong majority wants a quest helper type of thing. I mean, just look at the downloads of Questy, and that'll tell you, you know, what you need to know. But at the same time, easy as heck to just have it be on a, a toggle where you can toggle it on or off, you know, and then people can do what they want to do. And I think that's I think that's a cool thing. Okay. And so I think that should be if we do go on to a cataclysm or something like that, please do that for trans for for uh, transmog. I'd like to enjoy transmog in town, but I don't want to out in the world. Like I want to see people's actual gear if they add the new the new graphics just make it so you can toggle it like like there's tons of of retro games that come out that are like that will let you toggle between the old graphics and the new and i mean just let us do that and i think you make a lot of people happy make it client side but that's kind of how i feel about that i i do wish it was in for testing in the wrath (laughs) Pain at the moment without add-ons because i'm dying
0: I'm having, I'm like five or six hours per level right now. It's slow. Well, and I, and
1: I feel like in Wrath, by Wrath time, I mean, we had like, uh, I forget what it was called. Now the name of it is like a, uh, a service that actually like backs your desk, your desktop up in the cloud. I forget the name, but it was the name of an add on. It was super used by a ton of people and it was a quest helper type of deal. And that's basically, the interface from that is what looks like this wrath thing is like, so I'm pretty sure like they were designing quests kind of with the thought that people were going to use a quest helper regardless. So I think they're even harder to discern what you're supposed to do than, than vanilla was. Cause in vanilla, they were like, we need to make this obvious for them or they're not going to be able yeah. to do it type of deal. So yeah, I don't know. Anything else? Anybody else have had any last thoughts on that before we move on? Okay. So the the uh the wrath classic beta has been uh um has been moved to where you can level up to 80. And the amount of 80s is just weird to me. Like, there's so many people that are just like no lifing and already 80. Yeah. Is it just that easy to level up? Because there has been like Kind of should talk about that.
2: Well, I think definitely people are using the beta for. You know experimenting with leveling speeds. so i think that's what you're seeing a lot of is people are looking to see what's going to be most effective for actual wrath launch a lot of people are pushing for server first 80 or world first 80. they're looking at two man dungeons versus four to five man and you know at what point you transition so i do think that's what i've been seeing the most of i would say in beta testing streams people kind of experimenting with those values and see who can push million out or you know 1.4 and you know figuring those things out for launch
1: well it does seem i don't know if i'm crazy but it feels like 70 to 80 is a faster process than tbc launch 60 to 70 and i don't know if that's because i don't know but like it's amazing to me also how many different classes are able to solo dungeons like right. here yeah. at the start. Like it's
2: yeah
1: a little like crazy. And I've I've been doing quests, and I don't know if you guys feel this way too, but it's so much easier. Like it's hard to die almost, it feels like. Compared to like if you yeah. compared it to
0: like classic vanilla, you know. Yeah. I I think I've only died once in the Wrath Made and it's to fall damage. <laughs> <laughs> so uh yeah. I don't think the danger level definitely isn't really there. Um, it's tough. I don't it's it's hard for me to judge because I don't really know how fast it's supposed to feel. But like for TBC, we did a dungeon cleave group and like it took us like two or three days. Yeah, um, we did it in three us, days too. Yeah, of playing like pretty ridiculous hours. Ridiculous but hours. I could see based on what people are doing right now in the beta like there's probably going to be like there's probably going to be a lot of people that are 80 in one play session like 24 to 30 hours Um which i know like progress did that right when tbc came out progress did all the stuff they did and it was like less than 24 hours after it came out they had actually full cleared like the 25 bands and stuff but that was them doing you know going above and beyond i'm saying like the average like degenerate player who's like fine with playing like 24 hours is probably going to get very close if not hit 80 like when wrath comes out which seems very fast yeah it seems
2: faster than i expected to again i'm not in the beta to test it myself but just hearing conversations initially it seemed like it would be a bit slower than tbc was the impression that i was getting and then to see people blasting through it so quickly has been interesting to say the least
1: Yeah, it's been interesting too because it seems like private servers got less and less accurate as the expansions went on, like type of deal. Like we we had found some things that were a little off, you know, in vanilla. Like, but then we went to TBC, and there was a lot of things that were off. And now it's like, God, can we even like look at Wrath private servers to even like think about you know like what's what? Like, there's so many things that private servers proct different things and proc different moves together that don't happen now and could be bugs early in the beta but like it's just uh it's definitely interesting and like i've just played a a little bit and like just messing around with quests like i'm almost 71 without even really getting out of like howling fjord like i'm not even like out of the starting area, although I have messed around in the dungeon a lot, like there yeah. in uh, in Utgard Keep, like seeing if I could solo it, duo it, seeing if we could do the first boss with three people. We haven't been able to do it with just one or with just two. Like,
0: have you tried yeah. that? Uh, the Utgard Keep stuff. Yeah, I I th- I put out a uh, a video um cuz Survival Hunters can solo or <laughs> keep for and get like upwards of like 500k XP an hour, which sounds like a lot and I thought it was a lot. That's like 3 hours per level, but then um I've gotten feedback since I posted that of people saying, "Well, if you are able to level uh or if you're able to do quests and stuff without like too much competition, you can level faster than that." Which that's gonna be a whole nightmare right like depending on what server you're on if you're on a fairlina if you're on a benediction open um yeah, it's, it's gonna be awful um just depends on how fast the mobs spawn and stuff yeah i guess yeah. but yeah we tried two manning um all the way up to and killing the first boss like me and a warlock buddy um and it's just like it wasn't worth it because you get like it cuts the xp in half when you add just one more person so like it was more worth it for me to just stay solo and not even like get all the way to the first boss, just like be in there for 15 minutes, kill as many mobs as I can zone out, reset, go back in. Like that was more efficient than going in even with like two or three or four more people and like full clearing. Well, we actually found it to be pretty good. Mel and I doing
1: Prot warrior, discipline priest. Um, but I don't know. I think Prot Warrior might be broke at the moment because the amount oh, of man. damage I do yeah. with Revenge, like if it's crazy because it's it's a spec that's just kind of like Fury, uh, Fury tanking in vanilla. Like you're only getting like I don't know what it is like 18 points in Prot, and then you're getting everything else in in Arms and getting some stuff in like at the very top in Fury, and you're just doing. A ton of damage i mean yeah like there's prot tanks that are going in five man groups and they end with more dps than the than the rogue with glaives and the and rogues now are no longer the rogues oh, yeah. of tbc rogues are an s tier dps class now so it's just interesting for me cool. to see like so i don't know maybe prot warrior is different just because i'm doing so much damage to so many mobs like right up on.
0: On me, so I could pull a bunch more with the with the healer. Yeah, could be. I know there's like a video of a Prot Warrior soloing, like essentially the whole dungeon, and getting like over seven hundred thousand. Ex- like getting like two hour levels, like soloing Utgard Keep. Was it Zatar?
1: Uh maybe. Maybe. Um, he like he like he's using a crazy, like a crazy setup to where he doesn't take damage unless he gets stunned.
0: It's crazy. Yeah. So, yeah, it's there's a lot of weird shenanigans and it's hard to know what's going to make it into the game because I've there's a, there's been other stuff that I've like that I've found where I'm like, oh, this is like really cool. This seems like kind of broken. And then I start talking to people and they're like, that is broken. Yeah. <laughs> like it shouldn't be that way. Um, so I don't know. It's going to be it could be that because we're probably going to be in the beta for. my guess would be at least another month and i think they're going to keep letting more and more people in so what we have now could be way different than what we get come actual wrath i think i mean i think what i'm most excited for is the same thing that i loved
1: the last time is when we get 80 templates and we can go in and test nax and text sarth and text you know the other dragon i always forget his name but uh yeah, I think that's gonna be cool. You group up with all the different creators. I remember last time I had the biggest, like the biggest blast it was Josh Corbett from Countdown to Classic and Ale and and Mad Season and, and Willie and we had like one guy that just was a creator and he was like, "Oh, okay, I'm gonna get this out early. I love all your guys' stuff." Like he's just like just freaking out on us. I mean, it was great. It was good yeah. times. So that's what I'm looking forward to. And also, I I will quest like a madman. Just give me add-ons. Like, I just, I feel so uncomfortable and out of, especially on the warrior. Like, I feel just out of sorts without all my stuff set up correctly. Like, I'm probably just going to switch to rogue until they switch stuff back. But, yeah, Silver, I'm assuming you're going to get in soon. Like, you got it, right?
2: Hopefully. We'll see. You'll yeah, <laughs> I I mean, know what
1: I know, I guess. <laughs> yeah, it's been, it's been really bizarre because I'm friends and family, and that's how I usually get in. I'm usually in, like, alphas, like, and so it was crazy. Like, I wasn't in day one or, like, even well, week one. So they've done this rollout definitely differently than they have in the past.
2: Yeah, it always varies a little bit. I was in TBC beta day one. I got really lucky with that. So waiting a little bit longer this time, but hopefully I'll get in eventually. And in the meantime, like I said, I'm tuning in, seeing what everybody else is seeing. I guess I'll let you guys, you know, figure some things out and I'll soak that in from your streams. And then I'm, you know, getting caught up with TBC stuff still. So
1: yes, I mean, All good. It's honestly almost a blessing. Like, I think the people that really needed to be in are the people that make, like, YouTube guides and stuff. Like, Guide MMO has been doing... Him and Scotty J have just been doing some awesome stuff. Guide MMO just takes questions from chat and just tests stuff. And he's been doing this whole series, like, every day. And I just, like... Every day, I'm just like, oh, what is it going to be today? Like, I'm so excited. But I don't know. I will
2: say, I've been learning Prop Paladin and TBC. And we're talking about having me mean that in wrath sync for the guilds and i would love to test that in wrath because there are so many changes to prop paladin between tbc to wrath and i think most of it is for the better a lot of quality of life changes but i would love to kind of play through that experiment with some of the dungeons and stuff because i know you guys were talking about figuring out what's going to be most effective for leveling and i think time will tell and there may be some changes to some of the things that we've seen so far with the beta in TBC, we did a five-man dungeon cleave, and we're thinking about doing something similar for Wrath. Although people are saying, as it stands right now, if you do a five-man cleave, you're going to, you know, hit your lockout cap pretty quickly because people are too manning and uh, able to do it. So we'll see if they make some changes to that. But I would love to get in there with some of the other people that we're looking at cleaving with and feel out those numbers and stuff like that. Yeah,
1: it seems Don't like the... Seems like the five man cleaves are running about like at the really amazing end, like six and a half, seven minutes to like ten minutes. So like I'm guessing like the four man cleave would probably be the way a lot of people are gonna go if they're gonna go that route. But it looks like there's a lot of different ways. So Yeah. Yeah, it'll just be you know, he will just be it'll just be nice to keep checking it out. Um, I all mean, right, so the next thing, I don't know if we really want to talk about it, but it's just uh it's kinda like the thing they did for TBC where uh Taryn Gregory talked about uh creating the Black Temple and all of that. This is a deep developer behind the scenes uh video called Building Azeroth Northrend. And uh I'll I will link it in the show notes uh for anybody who wants to check it out. But did you guys check it out at all?
0: I saw the post. I didn't get a chance to watch the video. It's just a cool thing where they go through show you like how they de- design
1: certain zones and stuff like that it's it's just kind of it's just kind of interest interesting. I thought I'd throw it in just for anybody that wants to check it out. yeah, all right guys. this next one is spicy, okay, so last week uh we had a ton of people on. We had uh, Gip, uh, the GM of Varg, Harskar. We had Def Camp, Melderon Mel, me. It was like a crazy, crazy episode. And one thing that Harskar brought up when we were talking about, you know how they came out with that whole 3D design pillars that, mm-hmm. they, that they're using for Wrath? Um, like, the, the world is the main character and stuff of this sort? Well, Harskar brought up, like, well, Yip first brought up, like, this is just weird for Wrath, right? And Harskar brought up, well, lots of people are thinking that basically Wrath is going to branch off and become its own thing uh, with either new expansions or heavily changed, like, cataclysm type of deal. And this next piece of news kind of makes that seem even more of a reality so so blizzard entertainment uh basically has has acquired the spell break development studio proleti i should have looked out how to say this proleti- proletariat proletariat it's got a bunch of people from like Old, uh, old um, companies like uh, Turbide, Harmonix, uh, Insomniac. Uh, and so this is like 100 people coming over to the WoW team. So a ton more help on WoW. They don't specify classic or retail, but this could mean that after Wrath, we're looking at a whole new timeline That's in a classic feel. Yeah. I don't know. Tinfoil hat. Like it sounds like how would you feel? Like even Melderon said, if that was something they did, I would probably come back for that. Like, how do you feel about them? Basically, you know, you keep there's retail people, like they can have their game, but we like (laughs) branch off to a more classic type of environment going forward. How would you feel about that? I'll let
0: Silver, do you want to go first? (laughs) Uh,
2: Yeah, I will. I will say I, I can see, you know, hope for that in that post. I can also see there's, I guess, time will tell if that indicates that we're moving in that direction. But I will say, I think for the most part. I've heard so much from the classic community that Wrath for them in a lot of ways was the highlight or the peak of all of their WoW expansion experiences. And for those of us who have all played through these classic expansions, I think There's a little bit of a sentiment of this is almost like the final stop in that journey, but we don't want it to be the final stop, right? So that conversation of what comes next and what does that look like? And I think there are a lot of opinions about that. And so any prospect that there might be some additional team members coming in or, you know, these big things could be happening. I think that's exciting to think about and what that could look like. I think it's a conversation worth having because I do think feedback sometimes does help shape the directions that we move in. And I remember when they were officially announcing Wrath, they did say, you know, we'd love to hear, what do you guys want to see next? And so I do think it's worthy of having that conversation, even if we know that's not necessarily what they're working on just yet. Who knows? But
0: Yeah, I, man, there's been, I feel like of all the ideas with like what to do after Wrath, the one that I tend to lean towards and the one that you hear a lot of people just like they just throw it out there they're just like classic plus um this idea of like you know start back even like start back in Manila, or you know whether it's starting there or starting off of the end of wrath like give us new content in the like in the systems and in the game as it was and if this is if that's where this is going then i think there's going to be a lot of very interested people um It's hard to know how well it'll actually end up being. But I do love the idea of, uh, hey, we've like, we've played through Vanilla. We've played through TBC. now We're playing through Wrath. Why don't we go back to Vanilla? Um, And, you know, we messed around with Caesar Master. We did all that stuff. But what if we like, what if we just add new raids? What if we add new dungeons? What if we adjust talents? What if we basically take this like base game and the systems within it that everyone likes and we change it and try to improve upon it. And then from there we like continue that new journey, um, and sort of like a wow to base, but like with that framework of what we got back with original vanilla. Like, I think this is all like massive speculation way out there, but Everyone talks about classic plus, I feel like every I go. I watched a lot of different classic streamers, um, people who play really hardcore, people who play really casually. And there's so many people like it just gets brought up all the time. Like classic plus. Yeah, obviously, like that'd be fun. We don't know what that means. Nobody knows what that means. But why not? Like try it out. And I think that would be if that's where this is going, um, it will at least be really hyped up and i think a lot of people will be really interested in yeah well this that's that's what like when i saw this
1: news that's what makes me just go holy crap like that amount of people is a huge upgrade to the development power of that studio and a lot of the people coming over have a ton of different experience in other games too other mmo games and so i don't know it could be really cool and it's like you know hopefully like they have a lot of old school wow players coming over in that crew i'm hoping you know like
0: get there's a good chance yeah get
1: the boomers in there guys get them in there (laughs) but yeah it's it's, i mean it just sounded interesting to me because like they had said that and i was like oh yeah the three pillars kind of do make sense for like them developing that for future stuff like it doesn't make a whole lot of sense for just wrath to come up with this whole ideology Mm -hmm. so i thought that was a a really cool cool thought so yeah i don't know i don't know anybody have any more like i mean if you know if it was done right like you would want stuff added into azeroth right like
0: i think like yeah, azeroth I,
1: not like we're going to outland you know but like right, northrend right. is kind of azeroth still you know
0: what i mean like yeah it's on the and map it, you
1: could see it like
0: my question would be are we is it like uh we're level 80 and we're moving forward from there and that's what they're planning on or is it more like hey we run the course of wrath we're gonna go back to vanilla but it's not vanilla it's you know level 60 it's similar stuff you know but we've adjusted talent trees we've adjusted some of the classes um there's new dungeons there's new open world content that you can now access um there's new raids and at the end of that we're going somewhere different and maybe that's how this like classic plus thing like that to me is you know, part of it is the unknown of like, OK, what would be the next expansion after that if they decide we don't want to do a TBC? We want to go somewhere else like that's way out there, but very exciting in my mind that they could even consider doing that. Yeah, I think I've been, I
1: think it could be either one could be the idea they have. But just thinking about them, like actually going forward at the timeline, branching off to an alternate world sounds kind of pretty neat to me. But, like, I really do think that, like, one of the biggest failures they did was not including the old world in, you know, the new stuff. But then if you keep adding stuff to the old world, you kind of have to tear up other parts of the old world, making the leveling process different for someone starting out. But at this point, I honestly think that's okay, you know, if you have different seasons of mastery run at different times for different people that want to relive that, but i think keeping everything in azeroth is kind of neat and just changing things like the the world changing you know like could be a cool thing like now oh this whole this whole part this whole zone has been taken over by this new threat you know and now that piece has changed maybe not as fast as cataclysm was but just little changes throughout but I don't know. Yeah. I, th- I think getting more people on is going to be a really cool thing to just see what happens in the future. I just hope it's not like, oh, we're changing retail to be more like what you remember in classic because I still won't. It's still too bloated for me. Like I still won't go back to that.
0: Yeah, it's interesting because I think that's already happened.
1: Um, yeah, they're I mean, like they release new talent trees and stuff for what they're working
0: on yeah. in uh, Dragon Light. So I think that yeah it's already bleeding over a lot of the a lot of the things that people were really excited about systems and like features that exist in the older versions of the game I feel like are now bleeding into retail um which is cool but again I think I'm in the same boat as you where it's like I don't I don't know what it would take for me to actually jump in and try retail but it would be a lot and I'm not there yet. Yeah it's just it's literally like it's not.
1: It's just too bloated. Like there's just too. I see people running around on all kinds of weird stuff. The mounts, like, it's just. I don't know. It's it's too. It's too much to like jump into after being gone since mid cataclysm. You know. But yeah, I, I I don't know. I think it'll be. Uh, I think just the excitement for the future. You know, even if it's not for classic retail, people could probably be pretty ex- excited about getting some new blood in there and everything. So. You know, good on them, but I hope we get some love on the classic side because I think we deserve it, guys. All right, any last thoughts on that before we move on? Everybody everybody good? All right.
0: I'm good. Yeah,
2: we're good.
0: (laughs) Bobby, we need to have a talk about this World of Warcraft classic Do I look like I know what a WoW token is?
1: All right, this I always I I play that live now, and it always cracks. I think I always can't stop laughing as it's over, (laughs) which is not the way it's supposed to go. But uh, yeah, so (laughs) uh, this week's discussion is going to be getting to know Silver. Uh, Mel couldn't make it, so luckily I have an extra interviewer to help me through the process so make sure to pipe in anytime you have any you know, sub questions you want to bring up to Dur- uh Dur- but uh let's jump in silver so we always start out by asking what your wow backgrounds like like actual retail type of wow like e- did you even play retail prior to classic or did you ever play world of warcraft and how long did you play for
2: Yeah, so I guess uh, I'll go back in time a little bit to tell you how I got to playing WoW in the first place. So I will say, unlike many people who are classic mains like myself, I didn't actually play classic originally. Growing up, I barely had any technology. I lived in the rural south. I was outdoors. And if I wasn't outside, I was reading a book, basically. So I, uh, I didn't really play games too much growing up. At one point I got a GameCube um, and I dabbled with that a little bit. But uh, my first interaction Wait, with game Wow. Cube?
1: Did yeah. you love Did you love Pikmin?
2: I was a Mario Kart person. Ah, Mario I, Kart, okay.
1: <laughs> I loved Pikmin. It was, was a little game cube. where you threw the little like plants and they did different things. Okay. But
2: sorry. Yeah. No, it's all good, it's all good. So my first time ever even really hearing about World of Warcraft, I remember I was in the seventh grade And I had an English teacher who would give us a reading assignment, and she actually had a computer set up in the corner of the room, and she played WoW while we read. (laughs) And so,
1: Are you kidding me?
2: Yeah, no, I'm not kidding you (laughs) at all. And so I I didn't really think too highly of it at the time, because, of course, here I am, this nerdy kid. I'm like, why is my teacher not teaching me? And she's off playing in the corner of the room, and I was thinking about it, and I was like, that was... 2007 she was playing the burning crusade in the corner of the room and now all these years later here I am playing it which I just think is hilarious but uh, anyways so I knew about the game but I had never really played it and then I actually started playing 2013-2014 uh, so I went off to college and I was a science major so I meet a lot of friends who historically grew up gaming a ton and uh, you know, you're saying other, nerds, right? Yeah. So, I mean, <laughs> so okay. other people are going off to college. They're experimenting with whatever they're experimenting with. I'm over here with my new friends that I've made, like catching up on everything that I've missed out on. Like anything you could think of. I hadn't seen Star Wars. They're having me binge watch that on Saturday nights. Oh, you know? yeah, it's Definitely then, a must. Yeah. And so uh, gaming was one of those things. And so I remember I had this group of friends and... They were a little mysterious and I didn't quite know what was going on. A couple nights a week, they would all just kind of disappear. And I'm like, what are these guys up to? Like why am I not included? Because you know, here we are, we're going and doing all these things together, and then all of a sudden they're disappearing. And one thing I just said, I'm like, "What's happening on Tuesdays and Thursdays? Why is nobody texting me back? Like, what's going on?" And they're like, "Okay, we need to show you something." <laughs> and so
1: this sounds like exactly was, how I had to tell tell Mel that I was a WoW player. Yeah, so it's very so similar. Said,
2: like it was this hidden yeah. secret, right? And so they're like. We've been playing some games. And so it turned out that they were raiding in World of Warcraft on Tuesdays and Thursdays. But also they were playing pretty much all Blizzard games at the time. So they were big Warcraft 3 guys and just Blizzard players, Diablo as well. Uh, And so I'm like, okay, well, you guys are playing these games. I haven't tried them before, but we're all friends. I want to play with you guys. So show me show me this. So I remember (laughs) quite vividly they sat me down to Warcraft 3 was actually the first thing that they sat me down to. And oh, it didn't go well. I It didn't go too well because I had never played that type of game before. I'm like, OK, what what else are we doing? And they're like, well, here, let's show you Diablo 2. And they all play Diablo 2 Hardcore. So as you can imagine, for somebody who's never played Diablo 2 or a hardcore video game, that was a little stressful. I'm sitting down, and they're telling me, "Okay, if you die, you're you're done for, right?" And I I enjoyed it. I liked Diablo. There were some things that. I didn't love it as much. I felt like I couldn't see anything, you know, and I'm terrified to lose all of my loots. I'm enjoying getting my gems and these things that are dropping off the ground, but I'm like, I don't want to lose these things since <laughs> I get them. And so, uh, ultimately, you even, like
1: half of them, you didn't even know what they were. You're just like, yeah, I, just no, have I had no
2: idea, but I, I like this and the sounds <laughs> and all this, right. It was just fun, you know? Uh, so anyways, I'm like, okay, so what else are you guys playing? And, and wow, was that main thing. And so that's how ultimately I started playing WoW. I made an account to start playing with all of my friends. And this was, yeah, 2014. So this was Warlords of Draenor was the time. I think that was the expansion that I started playing in. So maybe not the best time, I guess, to come into the game as a new player. But uh, I I kind of instantly fell in love with it. So at first I had, I think, A Hunter was the very first tune that I played. And I didn't quite know the full scope of the game. I was—I remember we were all in voice, and I'm off in Elwynn Forest, you know, picking flowers and exploring while they're doing their raids. And uh, they all had alts that they were leveling at the time, so we all kind of started playing together. And I liked playing Hunter, but it—it it also wasn't the right class for me. I feel like in the long term, and so we all started leveling up and one of the first things that we encountered was we had no tank in the group. So all of my friends, they were healers or DPS. So we were always playing with some random fifth person that varied in skill quite a bit. And also we had to wait, you know, to find them. And so I'm saying to these guys, I'm like, why are none of you playing a tank? This makes no sense. Why don't we have a tank in the group? And they're like, well, we don't, we don't want to do that. That's not what we want to play. I said, okay, well. I'll tank for you guys. And they're like, yeah, okay, sure you will, Silver. You know, because here I am, a new player. I don't know the first thing about that, but I'm like, how bad can it be? I can't be as bad as some of these random people that we're playing with. And I probably was, to be honest, because I was a new player. But That is that's awesome. How, yeah, so that's well, how I started playing a Death Knight. And then that became my main all throughout retail. I fell in love with it, and that's what I played until I started playing classic. So...
1: It's It sounds like you had some really good friends because I'm just telling you, a lot of men try to get their girls, you know, like the girls, like either their girlfriends or their girl actual friends, you know, like would always try and stick them with Healer, you know, like it seems yeah. like the, uh, yeah. like yeah. the thing they're <laughs> like, true. like, and it's just like, I love it when I see. Uh, when I see girls playing tanks or DPS, I think it's the I think it's the best thing ever because it's like no, get that get that stereotype out of here.
0: <laughs>
2: yeah, yeah. But so I guess I really started playing in 2014, and then I played for many years, um, through BFA, and then around that time, so probably I guess about 2018 or something like that is when I started playing classic. More kind of in the classic waiting room uh, through private servers and stuff like that, and so kind of okay. never looked back. Once I started playing classic, just kind of stopped playing retail.
1: So okay, that's a that's a cool thing because I don't know that we've had. I'm trying to think if we've had a guest on that didn't actually play at least in TBC or Wrath, even as like a a you know young and like a lot of the guys right. that are big yeah. into it now were like twelve, you know when. Uh, when Fenella <laughs> yeah. came out. So they didn't play at yeah. a high level. It's but always they so funny,
2: because, especially yeah. in this community, the classic community, because almost everyone has. So it's always wild to me when people are like, how long have you been playing WoW? And I'm like, well, I guess it's been almost 10 years now. I'm like, which oh, is nothing compared to everybody else, right? I'm still kind of the new kid on the scene, right? But
1: That's awesome. Well, okay, so then, so we're playing uh, retail and I hear BFA was just a horrible expansion. <laughs> so... You were looking for something the same and similar-ish, but, and you landed yourself, like how did you land yourself into Classic? Because Classic Private servers wasn't like a huge scene. It was like some of your friends yeah. playing the Classic yeah. Private servers and so, stuff.
2: Yeah, exactly. So basically uh, I was playing retail and obviously I, I loved playing WoW. I was having a lot of fun with it, but there were some things that I just didn't love about retail. And so some of those things, keeping up with, garrisons at the time or, you know, feeling like I had the best gear, but then feeling also this drive to continue grinding all of the things because something might tighten forge. And then it's, you know, randomly somehow better than the gear that I already thought was my best gear. And I know it kind of felt like I got to a point with plain retail where it felt like I had so many chores to do. And I wanted to get back to that feeling of exploring in the open world that I first had when I started playing WoW, which I feel like a lot of people can relate to that enjoy classic because they also feel the same way for me. It just was by, I guess a little bit of randomness that I had a similar start to retail with, you know, being out in Elwynn forest and picking flowers and stuff. And I don't know, I just kind of wanted to experience, uh, a world that felt a bit more connected. And so in describing these things, um, with the people that I was playing with, my guild members and stuff at the time, some of them were involved with classic private servers. And so they were like, sounds like you would kind of like classic. And so that's how I got turned onto it. And then once I tried it, I was like, yep. I do really like this. This is the first of the game for me. And then I truly just never logged into retail again. I seriously just kind of dropped it and, and moved on to Classic and was in that waiting room with everybody else until Classic officially came out from Blizz. So it was exciting when that hit. And then every expansion since it's been my first time experiencing those releases. And that has been such a cool experience to have that classic launch and had been, you know, looking forward to it. And then TBC and now with Wrath, this will be my first time moving through it, which is a really, really fun thing.
1: Yep. Same with Duranosaurus. This is going to be his his own first time going through it. Like yeah. He just saw the Warlock Summoning Stone for the first time today. Yeah. I was watching. He's like, what's this?
0: Have you Have you seen that thing, Silver?
2: I don't think so. So I've been kind of watching the beta streams, and I also, it's in a sense, it's like, I know it sounds so silly because it's not a spoiler. And I did play through some of the zones in retail, right? But it's like, I'm kind of also waiting to experience it myself, too. So I don't think I have seen that.
1: Mm -hmm. but but, I mean, it could be something that's in retail, but basically Lux will create a stone. And then from that stone, it's just like a dungeon summoning stone like other people in the raid can summon and you can summon right into like where you're at in the instance and stuff too now so the locks don't have yeah. to do
0: all the summoning they create the stone
1: and then they're like alright job's done you know <laughs> That's yeah
0: the and the stone <laughs> just like comes up out of the ground and it's just like it looks like I don't know. It, it's sort of, I think, like a mini like red a, dark portal or something. Yeah, it's very strange. It happened today, and I was like, what is this? And they're <laughs> like, oh yeah, this is a new thing. And I was like, this is ridiculous. I don't know what's <laughs> going on.
2: That's awesome. So, yeah. yeah, discovering stuff like that is so fun. There are always so many little, little things to explore.
1: So, I think it was 2017 BlizzCon when they first announced they were going to make Classic. I think it was 2017 BlizzCon. I think Maybe. so. But, uh, yeah, I just wondered if maybe that like got you excited because that's the first time I was like, oh, well, I'm gonna try, I'm gonna try that again. Little did I know I'd make a podcast about it, but, but yeah, like, uh, yeah, I was just, I was just
0: curious, but um,
2: yeah, it was before that official, like before. Wow, that okay, so okay, yeah. cool.
0: So you were like, like uh, yeah, I was gonna, add, I, I mean, I don't know how much we want to dive into private servers, but I'm curious which ones okay. you played on. Yeah, huh? dive in.
2: Yeah, so uh, Elysium, Light, which also lights hope. Um, I, don't, I don't think I ever officially played Nestorius or like played it for long if I did. I try, yeah. I'm trying to think back, and it's, it's also hard for me to think back because I'm like, I guess I could ask my friends that I was playing with.
1: Yeah. Definitely yeah. lights hope. Don't me worry, and Elysium, Mel's yeah. the same way. She's like, Did, did we do Sarth three Drakes? I'm like, Yes, you got the mount.
2: Yeah, (laughs) I also also try to remember what I played on those private servers in Classic. I I think it was Rogue and maybe a little bit of Beast, but I don't know. It's like so distant in my memory.
0: Yeah, those are yeah, those were very good time. Like, I feel like if you were going to like dip your toe in it, those are great servers to be able to jump onto. Yeah, they were were like so
2: much fun, so much fun. And then I had a lot of the experiences that people had initially I feel like but having friends that were playing and we're going through STV and we're like actually fighting our way through STV and classic on those servers. Like it was just so much fun.
1: Oh man. Yeah, dude. Uh, phase two, never forget. <laughs> uh, but so, uh, okay. So, um, out of the experiences you have played, what is your favorite so far?
2: It, it's tough to say. I, so, I mean, Classic like I said was such an exciting thing for me and I feel like um I'll always have such a fun place in my heart for just Classic Lunch but moving into TBC was a lot of fun because that was the first time that I had a large community of people to play with. I knew some people in Classic and I obviously met people through Classic but I started streaming midway through classic, So once I got into TBC, there were so many more people that I knew to play with and that made for such a unique expansion and experience just having people to level with and uh, doing all of those things. So I will say, uh, you know, I haven't played TBC throughout. It's had its ups and downs. I, you know, I played Season of Mastery for a while and I stopped playing TBC because I was all in on Season of Mastery. Um but well, overall in phase TBC, one was
1: pretty rough, right? I mean, yeah,
2: right. So I, I had such a fun start to it, and then the guild that I was in disbanded, and so that kind of played a role too. But I know overall I've had such a good experience with both classic and TBC. I have a suspicion that Wrath will end up being my favorite uh once I play it, just because I've heard people speak so highly of it. But it's also my favorite. In some ways it might be copium, but I feel like One thing that was unique to Classic that I feel like wasn't there as much in TBC was a connectedness of the community. And so while I think Season of Mastery was such a cool thing, I do feel like in Classic, everyone that was interested in Classic was playing Classic in a lot of the same places. And then moving into TBC there was a little bit of a division between people who mean TBC and then went on to mean season of mastery content. Um, And so it kind of split the communities that I played with up and away. You know, everyone that was interested in classic content, some of them were more interested in TBC, some were more interested in SOM. And I feel like moving into Wrath all of that classic community is kind of coming back together. And a lot of people that may have quit throughout TBC or SOM are coming back for and So I'm really excited about that, you know, regardless of, some of these issues of server populations and the mega servers, the bright side of that is everyone is playing together. That's why when we were talking about where we're playing our tunes, it's like, yeah, you're probably on, you know, Fairlina or Benediction and we could mm-hmm. group up together, which is such a cool feeling because I feel like that wasn't always the case at different points of, you know, TBC. So it's an exciting time. Yeah.
1: I mean, there was a ton of streamers and stuff on Fairlina, like, you know, but, like, there was a ton of, you know, creators across all the different servers. That's why I thought the TBC, uh, TBC beta was so neat because all these different guests I'd had on, I was actually able to play and raid with them and stuff, which was Yeah, it's great all neat. being in the
2: same place. Yeah, it's really cool.
1: Yep, yep. Well, uh, Horde or Alliance?
2: So, this one's tough. Because I always meaned Alliance, always, until TBC, when I started playing Horde. Uh, and so I've been Horde ever since, for the most part. I will say, at the end of the day, I feel like I am an Alliance mean, deep down. I don't know what it is. It's just That was the first thing that I played in WoW oh! back in the day. It just, it feels, <laughs> it kind of feels right but I do main Horde for the most part nowadays. So I play both. And I, I will say I feel like it's important to play both Horde and Alliance. I feel like some people just, you know, anybody that's really passionately on one side or the other, you've had the experience of playing both. So I guess I'm still in that experience. I've played Horde for all of one expansion, so I won't quite say that I'm a Horde main yet, but time will tell.
1: We'll see. That's fair. <laughs> I mean, mud huts and, you know... <laughs> Everything's so stinky, okay. and like you know, I like in, I like
0: nice. I like indoor plumbing, you know. So I'm Alliance. Did you ever like go on vacation? You're just like hanging out in like a bungalow. It's just it's <laughs> nice. It's a good time. It's True, it's uh, true. Yeah, I played. I mean, I played. Uh,
1: like I played Alliance in original Vanilla. Then TBC through Kata, I was Horde. But the only way I was able to get Mel to go Horde. Starting in TBC was because of blood elves. So, do you play mm-hmm. any character besides a blood elf?
2: I so yeah, I've meaned orc until oh, good, recently. Good, yeah. good, nice. Yeah, so I've been playing as orc. Uh, I actually I think my first horde tune was undead. That's probably my preference on the horde side. I like to be undead, but um, with rolling my mean for TBC, the orc racial was so strong and I don't mind mm-hmm. playing as the orc. So, I went with orc for pve racial and then i just actually made a blood elf for the first time i had never played blood elf um but planning to play paladin on the horde side moving into wrath you you know blood elf gotta do it so i made a blood elf and it's been fun it definitely is different than playing orc or undead but uh, i've been enjoying it so far i think the only horde that i haven't played really is troll don't know that i ever really will play a troll either <laughs> i think that's the one
0: i love my trolls
2: i yeah well female
0: let troll you, is we'll best let
2: you have the female trolls you, <laughs> you she's like, beautiful
1: <laughs> oh we used to have this guy in our it's guild just, that played a, a female dwarf and i was like god you're ugly and he's like If you tell me I'm ugly one more time, I'm leaving Raid. I'm like, oh, you're so pretty.
2: It's not even that. My issue with trolls, it's so specific. But like in classic, being a plate wearer and then seeing these trolls wearing their plate boots and their toes are sticking out of them still. (laughs) It's just, just didn't sit well with me and I've never been able to forget it. So.
0: (laughs) The troll feet, come on.
2: Yeah, the feet. Um. They're
0: so good. They're they're amazing.
1: (laughs) Oh uh, yeah, I'm 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 not super super hard into either of them. I've played them both, you know, but I gotta like try and like try and be alliance, you know, you know, a little bit over the top on alliance just because you know that's what I'm playing now and uh, you know all the horde bias, you know, what I'm talking about horde bias. <laughs> Oh, you're now, getting, now that the lions have good racials, we're going to need to take them out of arena. Okay. Mm, mm-hmm. oh, I guess, <laughs> I mean, yeah, you got a point. So all of a sudden they just start talking about it. I was like, honestly, racials probably should have just been out of arena from the, you know, TBC start. You know, I do think you're it's right. a, good, a good change, but I'm just like, why are you thinking about it now? You know, it's like, after I've been waiting with all my human characters for this entire time, Why now? But yeah, perception. Come on. oh it's definitely good for my um, rogue. But uh, yeah, so all right. Well, let's talk about your content because you 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 talked about you started streaming about halfway through. What was it? Okay, so I mean, kind of start us with the journey. Like you could probably tell it best. Like when did you think, like, oh, I'm gonna stream type of deal? Like, was it the first time in classic?
2: Yeah, I didn't really. Uh, so I had tuned in to streams a little bit as a viewer and I didn't really have any plans on streaming, but I was at the time uh, leading a guild in charge of looting and raid leading and all of that stuff. And someone in the guild suggested hey it would be kind of nice if we're absent on certain nights or whatever to be able to see a POV in the raid no one in our raid team streamed and they were like silver you should do it because you're doing all of the loot and we think you would be good at it and i'm like okay you guys think i would be good at streaming good one i actually thought that they were kidding at first because i'm pretty introverted i i don't know i guess i i talk a lot when i'm comfortable with people but for the most part i'm I am really an introvert. And so just speaking in to the void uh, with people watching me, just something about it. I was like, I'm not sure that I would be good at this or I would enjoy it. Um, but I'm like, it's not that hard to throw on a stream and showcase the raid. I'm like, sure, I can do that for you guys. And so the initial streams that I did were purely for that purpose. It was for my raid team. And that was pretty much all there was to it. And uh, I remember before I streamed for the first time, it was this concept of this is going to be something we'll look back on and we'll laugh at because I'm probably going to do this twice and then I'm out of here. And uh, surprisingly enough, they were right. I enjoyed doing it and uh, people seemed to enjoy watching the stream. And so I kind of upgraded the equipment. I moved from my, you know, uh gaming headset to an external mic yeah my uh my yeti mic that I <laughs> brought out actually for this interview the old one but I got some upgrades and kind of kept with it and then I was basically at the beginning uh really just streaming the raid content I was doing a little bit of alt leveling so I started streaming that to ease into other streaming outside of raid content and get more so into the type of streaming that I still do which is, Like we call just chatting with buttons where you know classic wow it's very much so driven by conversation that's happening if you're out in the open worlds there's not as much going on and so i started doing some alt leveling and things like that and then a couple months into streaming i participated in a hardcore leveling tournament which at the time with the hardcore challenge there was no add-on or anything so it was encouraged that you stream that and so I remember that's the first time that I met a lot of the people that I still know and talk to in the community because uh, they were also participating in that tournament that day. And so I uh, I was streaming that as well. Yeah. So that's how it all kind of started it's up.
1: interesting that you say because I stream pretty regularly now, but I was never comfortable with it at all until I did the hardcore challenge and I wanted every bit of it to be documented, even though they had the add-on, I wanted it to be documented. And that's what actually got me comfortable with just streaming all, all the time, you know? And so like now I stream all the time, but it's interesting that you say you're an introvert because I've tuned into your stream quite a bit and you're telling stories, you're talking to chat, you're answering questions. I mean, I think what Makes a streamer amazing. And I'm horrible at this, especially in, like, a raid. Like, I even have a sign that says, I'm sorry, I'm not good at talking during raid." Like, just because that's a a skill. Like, but you seem to just do it easily. So, it's interesting you say you're an introvert, but on stream it feels like you're an, what, extrovert? I I just totally lost my train of thought there. But it seems like you talk really well and you're very engaging.
2: Yeah. And so I think that's a skill that you can refine over time and being introverted doesn't necessarily mean you can't talk to people a lot. It just sometimes means it takes more out of you. So kind of recharging alone. And so that's been one of the things that I've navigated as I've, you know, continued to stream and then ultimately shifted into full-time streaming has been striking that balance between putting in massive amounts of hours of talking and playing this game that we love and all of this, and then also taking time for myself as a person, you know, off stream and recharging. That's definitely something I think, I think a lot of people can relate to, um uh,
1: not like
2: have that introversion.
1: Like, in stream. guessing for instance, something like, you know, not paying attention to discord, like, you know, not like, like, like completely separating yourself for a time to recharge. I can see that. I see that yeah. a lot, yeah. Huh,
2: interesting.
0: That's, I feel like uh I feel like I'm very much the same way. Yeah. Like if if people knew me in real life, I think they would hands down say that I'm an introvert. But streaming is it's just easier. I don't know. It's very, I like I connect with what Silver's saying like very at like very deeply on this with this idea of like yeah. when I'm streaming, it's easy because i i think part of it's because it's necessary you know you're filling the void you're telling stories um but yeah like when i'm done like i can i can be done streaming and like not say another word to another human the rest of the day um yeah, which we'll can you. but which bugs my <laughs> wife sometimes because she'll be like how was your day what's was, what was going on and i'm just like it's fine yeah, see, and Mel like,
1: Mel would love it if that's the way I was. But I get off and I'm like, guess what I found out today? Stream taught me this. And it taught me this. And she's like, oh, Bob. But I'm actually a introvert, too, uh, believe it or not. This is what, trans, is what transforms me. I actually, uh, I don't know if you guys watch Friends, but in college, I got the name Fun, Fun Bobby. Oh, yeah. Okay, Bob. (laughs) Yeah. So basically, like the reason I got that is because on campus, like I was business, like in class, not talking to anybody, doing my thing, business, business, business. Like that was, that was like college for me. So people who met me at a party where I was like swinging my boxers in the air, you know, the night before, and they're like, Bobby, we had so much fun, dude. We met last night. I'm like, yeah, hey just keep keep walking you know like i'm a i'm actually very intro introverted without alcohol it's it's uh i'm like dr jekyll and mr hyde but yeah so i definitely do get and what's funny is like when we're doing sunwell i don't drink during like us doing that because like you know it's a hard a hard raid so like i'm even more so introverted i'm like uh what okay no uh Concentrating, so it's so it's so funny to see people pop in and be like, "You're so different." Yeah,
2: I think too. Sometimes getting to know people online, I feel this is a conversation I was having the other day, but. In a strange way, I feel like sometimes it's a little easier, especially like you were like we were talking about, you know, that conversation of telling people that you even play games to begin with, right? It's like navigating those conversations when we're here together on Twitch or in game. We're all already sharing that piece at minimum, so it can make it easier to kind of be your authentic self versus in a day-to-day conversation in person. You might not be as I don't know time yes. to open up. Oh man. Someone wants to yeah, talk yeah. to me
1: about sports. And I'm like, yeah, I know I
0: football. That's except,
2: except the Chiefs. Yeah. 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 yeah.
0: <laughs> I'm like, I'm so bad at small talk in, in real life. Like, I could be at like a party or at someone's house and it's like a mutual acquaintance. And like, I'm just going to, I'm going to flop. It's going to be bad. It's going to be bad for both of us. Um, (laughs) But then on stream, it's like, yeah, I'll, we'll talk. I mean, we talk about all kinds of like, like random topics. Like we'll go off on tangents and just like dive into weird things. And like, it's so, it just feels easier and smoother. And I think, yeah, the silver's point. It's just like everyone that's there. Is there willingly is like coming by to like see and chat and like ask and, and like engage with you, and it's a much different I think feeling than like kind of being stuck in like an <laughs> area in like a room with someone yeah you know? well now I have a different question for you now that both of you guys have streamed for for a bit
1: because l- l- let me set this up. I started podcasting about five years ago I had a my entire life, a really bad stutter. I still have it a bit, but it's definitely, it's nothing even compared. Like the stutter has like cleared up for the most part in most cases. And I found after podcasting for a year or so, I could speak way, way better in uh, in work meetings, in situations of public speaking, of all these types of things. Do you think you've actually improved Uh, on your ability to talk in a room with you know another person after streaming I'm curious
2: yeah I think I think so I think uh so I've always been a bit better at listening than speaking I guess and so I think through streaming it's maybe equalized that a little bit more I am able to Speak in front of groups of people, I guess that's always been the thing for me. I mean, I can speak with people more one on one, but uh public speaking was never my favorite thing at all and so getting more comfortable with having that many eyes on you, even if you can't see the eyes, just knowing that people are tuning in, I do think that's uh translated a bit to in person speaking at meetings and things like that, and of course, just streaming and making content, you know being online in general, I do think those experiences. Rub off on you in other ways as far as uh, solidifying maybe some of those pieces of your personality that were already there, helping like bring some of those things to the surface. Um, I think for me, I've definitely grown a thicker skin, I guess you could say, from being on the internet. Yeah,
1: Yeah, yeah, you you don't survive
0: if you don't grow grow thicker skin. Yeah, I think that, yeah, I think I've definitely grown in. My ability to yes yeah, speak in in groups and probably also a lot of it, I think, is being able to start and carry on conversations, um, mostly with people that I know, like I'm still really bad with small talk with strangers. But it's because that's like what I do when I'm streaming is like, let's just like let's drill down in this. Right. Like, let's go. Let's go deeper. Um, like, I think I've gotten a lot better at that. And so in when I'm in a situation where it's I'm almost inclined to like interview someone, you know, like, like let's, let's figure out the meat of the situation. So that I think I've gotten better at. That's awesome. It's, it's just, in, it's just interesting to me because
1: streaming used to like scare the crap out of me and I just couldn't do it. And then the hardcore stuff really like once I learned how much of a cheat chat was like, I was just like, okay, like even like, I I, I mean, I have a small stream compared to to you guys but like 15 20 people are being there and like they're like hey bob did you know you could do this over here and i'm like what oh man like and so finding that out throughout hardcore i was just like well i wonder i'm gonna start streaming tbc too i'll stream our raids you know and it's come a couple different growing pains like paying too much attention to chat and then not paying enough attention to your raid is something a lot of streamers get uh are Guilty of and have to learn how to maintain too.
2: Definitely a balance. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Yep. Oh man. Well, uh, okay, so any plans for your content moving forward? Are you just gonna keep doing this? or you did you like plan to stream any other games or anything else?
2: So and I've Over like the couple years that I've streamed, I've mainly streamed Classic WoW. That's kind of been my thing. Uh, I have tried some other MMOs. Uh, At one point, I played a little Guild Wars 2. I tried Final Fantasy, just kind of dabbled in those things. I've done some React content, some variety streams. And kind of at the end of the day, I've found that really it seems like what I'm enjoying most authentically usually translates the best on stream so if i'm having a good time playing wow that reflects and people are also having a good time nobody wants to watch somebody who's not enjoying what they're doing and so i think in terms of future content for the immediate future i am having so much fun with tbc i'm so excited about wrath i will definitely be doing a lot of wrath content and then beyond that i mean i think time will tell i i uh, you know, I may venture into some other games. I know you guys were saying earlier you could never see yourself getting back into retail. I will say I I feel similarly in some ways, I do feel like it would be hard to get back into, but uh you never know with the new experience from coming out. Maybe I'll give that a try at some point too. Um I mean, I I'm think a lot of trying people do other that. things.
1: Yeah, yeah. I think yeah. it's just there's there's some of us that are just like, can't do it, you know, but I think yeah. that's maybe, maybe
2: I would feel that way after after trying it. But I usually am at least willing to give, you know, give things a chance. So who knows? But yeah, for the immediate future, World of Warcraft, Wrath, all of that is uh, is the game plan for stream content for sure.
1: Awesome, awesome. All right, well, uh going into to to the last part of this. Um Wrath Classics coming out. Uh you you know, this is interesting because you know we kind of talked about dur with dur with duranosaur a little bit about wrath because he hadn't played it you know prior either so what are you excited about going into wrath like what are like some of the things that you're like oh i can't wait for this i've heard so much about this yada yada
2: so i think i i touched on it briefly but that idea of people kind of being in the same place and coming back together. I am really excited for that, the community standpoint. Um, Outside of that, I am excited to try tanking again. So I was tanking all of Classic and that's what I did in Retail. I moved away from that in TBC playing as a Warlock. So I'm excited to try Prop Paladin and kind of stepping back into that role in these new raids that I haven't experienced. So I think that's going to be really really exciting and honestly some of the quality of life features of wrath i'm very excited about as well uh dual spec i wish so badly that that was already a thing for a really long time
1: i've said it episode (laughs) two of this show (laughs) yeah like and it was prior to uh to aq opening up because i started this show about the same time you started streaming it sounds like and yeah i said the same thing like it should have been in Classic. from the start it yeah. was the best decision they had ever made sorry i don't want to get on crazy but like i'm a crazy <laughs> no, man I, about i feel dual spec. the
2: same way yes i feel the same way i say it every single week when i'm respecting for pvp pve i'm like give me dual spec i'm so ready for it so uh definitely some of those quality of life features i'm excited about as well and roth
1: nice well and uh and you know as, as i've not played it um I mean, I, I I have to say most specs and classes, like you've been in the same boat as me and I don't know if you have hated it as much as me, but I've hated the decision to go lock for a long time. It was a lot more fun earlier on, but now that it's just the spec where you just shadow bolt and curse, like at least Sunwell has things where I need to remember to keep my curse up on Muru while I'm doing something else. But like, It's been so one button. There's so many classes coming in Wrath that have rotations that feel good and and satisfying. Have you heard this too?
2: Yeah. And I I also think one thing that excites me a lot about Wrath is people have said it becomes a bit more about the player and not the class. Whereas you've had these classes like Warlock that were just king regardless, you know, one bolt like one button bolt spamming Andy is still going to mm-hmm. outperform, you know, a different class or spec in some cases. I feel like I've heard that in Wrath, the class balance is a bit better. And so if you have a good player who is playing a class that may be a bit more complex, they will still outperform, you know, some of these other things that have historically been better. And so I think that's exciting. I love to see more colors in a, in a raid and some differences in the class composition and i'm excited to see how that all plays out in wrath raid comps and what ends up being you know top if anything or you know if every raid will look different and who's performing the best
1: yeah we're all we're already with the prot warrior you know revenge spec we're already seeing people mess with specs like that you know that are going to be that's what that's what i love about you know classic is like the different things you can figure out over time with the intricate talent trees but uh yeah it things get things get even for locks like the rotations get really satisf- satisfying, like for both destro and Affy, and i believe demonology too and so it's just like that part is really neat then you also have the part where there's no more chamois swapping you don't have to have a chamois for every group because now one chamois gives the entire raid, you know, all of their totems and uh either bloodthirst or heroism, you know, and that's a huge thing. There are some things that you can kind of uh that you can still kind of cheese, like maybe rogues, tricks of the trade. But what I hear, Warcraft Logs is working on doing the final F- Final Fantasy model where giving your tricks to someone else actually gives that damage back to you on, on logs. So instead of giving it to a buddy, you're going to give it to the smartest person to have it, you know? And so therefore it's, yeah, it's something I guess final fantasy did. Zyrene talked about it when he came on the show a few episodes ago, but then I checked out prepared pod uh, podcast, which he does. And he said that, I think he said that it was like almost a for sure go for them to do that. So there's a lot less cheesing with, moving shammies around Everybody gets all of the buffs for the most part, which is just huge because no DPS sitting in a bad group ever enjoyed that. Like it just was, it just didn't feel good. You're like, Oh man. Okay. Well, yeah. I guess I'm in this group.
2: Yeah.
1: As the survival hunter in TBC. Yeah. <laughs> yep. And you can, and you can stack so many different classes now, like, like, Rather than like Vanilla having to just stack Warriors or having to just stack Locks and TBC, like in, and and in Shamies, you can stack a bunch of different things and still have all your buffs. So that's 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 something to really look forward to. Any fears you might have?
2: Uh, I guess I feel like a bit of a lack of preparation in terms of resources i know that's been a big conversation how much everything is going to cost once wrath gets here and i do feel like i am a little bit behind from that perspective because i haven't been playing tbc all of tbc like i said i took several months off playing som and i have also split my time across multiple tunes so i don't have this one main with Thousands and thousands of gold that I'm going in and planning to work on first, and so I think just kind of figuring out how that's gonna look and navigating that I guess when it gets here, but also I guess starting to realistically prep for that over the next <laughs> the next few weeks, uh getting caught up a little bit on gold and things like that um, yeah, I guess I think that's kind of my main thing, and then it is always just a little overwhelming when you're doing something that's new for the first time, so I just Kind of navigating that transition of learning the content, but that's way easier nowadays than it used to be because there are plenty of guides and plenty of things, and maybe maybe beta at some point you know can test those things out. So
1: it's yeah. still overwhelming. Like, I played at a high level in Wrath PVE wise, and I got the beta, was like, Oh god, so overwhelming! I'm like, Glyphs, where do I get glyphs? Oh. Yeah, I can learn dual spec. When do you do that again? Oh, yeah, it's just all all these different things. But, uh, yeah, so you talk about not being, not being ready with gold. So I'm sitting, like, in a good spot. I just keep gaining gold. Like, even though I'm going to GDKPs, like, I just keep gaining. I keep working the auction house. So I'm good there. But if you're not good there, have you thought about, I mean, have you thought about fresh? Like, a lot of people are, like, thinking about fresh.
2: Oh, I mean I'm I'm fine. I'm I'm probably better off on gold than some people are. I just I also hear about people who have like I don't even like gold cap. I mean they're going in like uh, so I guess the bar is kinda high, I guess, where I'm hearing what other people have prepped. Yeah. Um, but I will say so I love the idea of fresh. I've always hoped for fresh servers. I think that's such a fun experience for people who are planning to play it. Uh the issue for me with devoting time to fresh on lunch is just then being behind on my tunes that I already have commitments to with guild raids and things like that. And so for me, I won't be planning fresh or planning to play on fresh initially. If, if I ever get around to it, because I have, you know, several tunes and several guilds at this point where I'm trying to get leveled up and ready to raid with all of those groups of people. But I do think fresh is a great great option if you're getting back in a tbc or maybe you haven't been in tbc or if you don't have those commitments you're kind of a free agent and you're looking for a group of people to play with i i think fresh would be awesome but just for me i'm not planning on playing it initially anyways are you guys thinking about that
1: i f- i feel the same way as you but i'm curious about dur i be mean, i feel exactly the same way as you i'm like going with a guild like i like It'd be interesting to check out, you know, the first couple of weeks, but like only if I have time with like, with, you know, my prep going on for other things. But Duran is what I'm curious about.
0: I have an established guild on Fairlina. like what we're saying, like all my resources are on that one server. So all I would be All your base would logged to us. <clears throat> yeah, exactly. Um... So that's going to be where I play mainly, but I, the SOM guild that I raid with is on EU servers and they want to go Wrath and they want to go fresh for Wrath because they, they all skip TBC. They were all playing season mastery the whole time. So they've asked me to play with them. So there's a chance that in whatever extra time I have that I will be leveling and playing on EU fresh. Okay. Okay. Yeah, I'm, I mean, I'm sitting at like over 30k gold now,
1: and like I've got the stuff to get all my stuff at the start. Like, I don't think I'm, I don't think I'm gonna play play fresh, and I want to have a priest worked up too, which I'm gonna do the the exp boost thing. So, I don't know. It yeah, do you fun. have any
2: thoughts about uh, since you've played so much SOM, I feel like one thing that I've heard this conversation about what happens to those tunes at the end of season of mastery. And I wonder if you have any thoughts about that. I know there, you know, has always been this idea of, well, what if those SOM tunes were able to go into TBC and then ultimately into wrath? Do you have any thoughts about that as somebody who's invested so much time? into
0: Yeah. Um, well, I, I will say this, um, I did get to see a little exchange between a member of the Classic WoW team, um, and it was someone um, asking them, "Like, hey, would you guys ever consider letting us take our Season Mastery tunes to Wrath? Since those the end of Season Mastery is sort of going to line up with Wrath coming out." Um, and the the WoW Classic team member said, "That's something we're thinking about." So there is a chance that Season Mastery characters will actually... You might actually be able to transfer them to Wrath of the Lich King servers. So maybe just completely skipping TBC with those characters.
2: There were a couple of videos that... Like a couple of leak videos that were suggesting that they might be moving in that direction too. And that's something that I've always been so hopeful for. Because I feel like even though I didn't spend so much time in Classic of Mastery... In Classic Season of Mastery myself, I feel like... There are a lot of people who have been playing that that want to come back for Wrath and just having that barrier to entry lowered a bit by having that tune leveled up a little bit, I feel like would help a lot of people get back into Wrath. So I was just curious if you had thoughts about that, because it's not something that a lot of people talk about. I mean, I think Season of Mastery conversations aren't happening as much, but uh, I know they yeah. have made so many changes with PvE to PvP transfers, these big server transfers and kind of helping with that barrier to entry decreasing for people. And that's something I haven't really heard any updates on. So.
0: Yeah, I, I mean, I think it's fine. Everyone from like my guild that I've talked to about it, uh, it, it doesn't seem like there's any downside. Like it doesn't seem like a, a level 60 character from Season of Mastery is going to have any negative impact on like uh, on a Wrath of the Lich King server, if if that is something you're allowed to do. Like, I don't know why anyone that's, you know, currently playing on like Faralina or Benediction would care if suddenly like a level 60 from Jamgabar or Strike shows up on their I server. I think like, most
2: people wouldn't. The only, the only downside to it that I've heard is people... Feeling a certain way about titles, and so if yeah. you did the rank. If you were more of a PvP person, and you did the rank fourteen grinds and season of mastery, and that might look different. Season than... yeah,
0: scarab yeah, lord, or, or something. yeah,
2: the bigger ones. But Scare how many lord
1: people actually do? did scarab lord?
0: Like on in our season of Mastery. So I was, on my server. I think it was like I want to say it was like seven or eight. Still, like it was still. Yeah, there seemed... were still a lot of people that. Were, we're on top of it. And yeah, got it but done. on
1: white made, there were like 40 to 50. Like, well, you had the original more
0: people.
1: Yeah, but I was just, but, but that's what I'm saying. Like, does it really matter that much if seven people hey, yeah, come in? a drop in the bucket. Yeah. 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 Right.
2: Yeah, it's hard to say. And then you can't please everyone, right? So it's worse, like saying, okay, well, you can transfer them, but we're stripping away all titles and mounts, I guess, if you got those things in SOM, or yeah. we just kind of let it go. Yeah. And then, yeah. I don't know. It's tough to say. But yeah. it's cool it's, to hear that they're thinking about it at least.
1: It's interesting yeah, I, to hear that uh, they're well, thinking about it. Oh, sorry. So we'll I was just going to go on to say there are like we covered it here. There are their original blue Post said Season of of mastery characters will be moved to the classic era servers after season mm-hmm. of mastery is over. Although I do hear there's one server that's pretty popping still at the moment is uh, white yeah. maid. Um, yeah well, i guess they, they like, like moved everybody in there and so
0: everybody's in the one spot yeah yeah classic era's got uh it's at, i fr- i think from what i've heard alliance side na is the place to be like if you have any interest in playing classic era which are the forever vanilla servers that are on the next patch um if you have like an alliance character on na you could transfer it For, like, a fee, I think, up until... I think it's, like, up until... I or it's... I
1: I don't know. I think it's over. Like, I think... Oh, is it over? Yeah, I think it's over, because I was going to do it. But then, because, like, we covered it on the show, but who knows? It could still be open. I haven't checked. I haven't logged in and checked.
0: Or you could level and play there,
1: (laughs) if that's what you want to do. Yeah, but I think... I think you guys are on to something better. I think allowing them to just move to a Wrath server is a good thing now, definitely not the fresh servers i I really feel like the fresh oh, servers yeah. should be held away from everything, but I agree, yeah
2: yeah hundred percent
1: yeah let let those people have what they want. I feel like fresh should have been in t b c but um plans mm-hmm. for the future if you get a, you know you get, you stick it with that, uh, with uh, Melderon's old old guild, or do you have multiple guilds? Yeah,
2: yeah so, um, at the moment, I'm still meeting my warlock in that guild. So, new guild tag, same group of people. Um, and I'm leveling up a prop paladin, so I'm level 68 on the prop paladin, and moving into wrath, I may be tanking for that group instead of playing my warlock. So, if that happens, I'll, uh, maybe have my warlocks elsewhere you know free agent i don't know what exactly yet but uh, i have two warlocks down for lena to play and then this warrior that's over on benediction that i'd love to find a home for and play as well so adding into wrath with two warlocks a paladin and a warrior so that's kind of my setup for wrath i think it's it's pretty solid lineup
1: it's gonna be your husk It'll be your your um, mains then. So you're gonna you're gonna stick. You, you said you had a rogue. You're not gonna do any rogue. Rogue is freaking fun in uh, Wrath.
2: Well, I guess it depends on that what we were just talking about. So I have a rogue and a priest from SOM. And so if those came over to Wrath, then I would play them. But I don't have a rogue uh, in TBC at the moment. So otherwise, I wouldn't gotcha. probably wouldn't play those. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, is- they did. Classic season of mastery to wrath. I would definitely play priest and rogue as well. And I'm just basically playing everything at that point. <laughs> <laughs> I need too many tunes, but
1: uh, Duris or do you play anything like Wrathwise wise besides Hunter?
0: Uh, I have an enhancement shaman. Oh, yeah, it's you're about weird. Well well yeah, so that'll probably be up there. I do really want to try out unholy DK, a lot of people. Have been telling me they think I would enjoy it quite a bit because it's it's uh like a it's a pet class. Uh they say that with how much I enjoy Hunter, there's a good chance it'll translate um pretty well. So I am probably gonna try that. I haven't even touched DK on like the beta or anything, so I need to they at just, least try to get feel for it. It just came out with it.
1: I mean, if you do nothing else, definitely play through the starting stuff of the DK because it's really neat. It's the first time they did it where According to how far you are through the different quests, the quest area the quest area completely changes. Like, it keeps, oh. like, you're instanced in certain parts of it, which can be kind of a pain in the ass if you're working up with someone else and you get to the next part and you zone away from them. But uh, it's, I mean, it's a really neat uh, storyline. And when they first got into that type of stuff, that's another thing. Um, if you do end up um, dungeon cleaving it is going to kind of, like, set you back because you don't get the rep like you did in TBC. And in Wrath, you want to do the quest that gets you enough rep to buy the tabard to wear tabards in any dungeon to to, uh, work up your rep. But also on top of that, there's a ton of cool quests where you, like, interact with the Lich King. Like, it instances you in the open world for different cut scenes And it's a really neat change in the way they did questing that I always loved. So you guys might have to check that out too. But all right. Well, I think that'll do it for uh for the episode, guys. Like this has been a good time. Anybody yeah, have an add-on on. they wanna shout out?
2: Uh, I'm trying to think. I'm Oops. not sure which ones you've done recently, but I will mention asking me about uh, I use called Talented, and since I play so many tunes and so many specs, and we don't have dual spec just yet, uh, it's a great one that lets you apply a template for your tune. So respecking is one button instead of having to look it up every time. People always ask me about that. It's probably my number one asked about add-on that I use.
1: Someone mentioned it. I don't know if it was the add-on of the week, but yeah, that's a uh, that's definitely a good one. Um, I haven't gotten it myself because I'm like, well, I'm already this far along. Like, I'm just gonna like dual me, like dual specs coming.
2: <laughs> it's so worth it. I probably should you, because even I'm, if you do it one time, you'll never go back. <laughs> yeah,
1: my alts, my warrior, and my my rogue, I I respect constantly. So it probably would be a good idea because every once in a while, I click a point in the wrong spot. And I'm like, oh, can I live with this? <laughs> you know, like. <laughs> I'm usually specking while I'm on the flight path, or you know, walking into the dungeon. So I haven't even stayed there to where I could just like you know pay again. But all right, well, we're going to start closing out the show. Um, I uh, want to encourage everybody to follow us on Twitter at WC Reloaded. You'll be able to see when the show goes live. Uh, If you want to, if you want to follow the Mash Those Buttons network, you can do so by following. The, uh, oh shit. the mash network um we want your your wow stories and whatever you want to send us that's longer than a tweet you can send those those emails to wcrpodcast@gmail.com at gmail.com uh if you'd like to join the dis the the discord it's gg slash discord um people I've started to join this, so conversations have started to, like, kind of pop up. Like, if it keeps going, you know, like, we might actually have a thing there, but it's mash.gg slash Discord. How can you help out the podcast? Well, now we just recently did our Patreon, so you can go to patreon.com slash Warcraft Reloaded, and you can join, and uh, got a few different options there. We'll probably be adding some stuff to it. If you think of any perks that you would like, uh, let us know. We're new to the Patreon thing and not really sure what to offer. So if you'd like to give us something there, we appreciate it. If you want to not spend money, you can help us by leaving ratings and reviews. You can leave ratings on Spotify. You can leave reviews and ratings on on iTunes. We haven't had one in a while, so we're running a bit dry there. So we'd love some more of those there. You can also leave... Ratings and reviews on warcraftradio.com slash directory. All right. It's the worst part when I have to like throw up all of that stuff.
0: Duranosaur, where can we find you? Plug it all. On Twitch at twitch.tv slash Duranosaur or on YouTube. I think my YouTube is just Duran. D-U-R-A-N. Um, and Twitter, it's Dinosaur Twenty Four. I think that's it. Twenty
1: Four. Yep, yep. And definitely check out his YouTube. He's doing a lot of different stuff. Like guys, uh, uh, definitely got to. You definitely got to see it. It's good. It's uh, good stuff. Good, good stuff. All right, Thanks, Silver. Thank you so much for coming on. It's been awesome getting to know you. Let everybody else know where they can find you.
2: Yeah, it's been great. Thanks for having me. So you guys can find me at twitch.tv slash silver TV. I stream every single night. And uh, also, I guess, on Twitter at Silver Sable TV is the Twitter tag.
1: Okay. Okay. All right. Well, let's get out of here. We will see you next week, or at least I will. Bye.